gentlemen what is happening this is talking during movies the podcast we take key moments and quotes from a film to drive a two-hour conversation i apologize we are a week behind i've been traveling gone the bullshit excuses this podcast might as well be brought to you by excuses except for the fact that through the power of text messaging and the verizon 5g network i was able to get my fingers do the walking and the talking and get my friend the returning champ, the WWE Intercontinental Ladies Champion in the flyweight division with her manager, Alfie. Ladies and gentlemen, the often copy, the never duplicated, the woman that Austin loves to love, Deb O'Keefe, how are you? What a goddamn introduction. <laughs> you know, it's funny. Well, when um, you win the lotto, I'm gonna be your hype man. I don't know if yeah, you know you this. <laughs> you know, on, uh, on the radio show that I host with uh, my friend, your friend, our friend, Jason Dick. Yes. Uh, Jason and Deb in the morning, 101x.com. You can uh, stream us live or any of your uh, favorite apps. You can uh, download our podcast. On Thursdays, we do uh, TBT, WJ and D. I know, and I always hear it in the car, and my daughter hears it, and she's like, Well, Deb, Deb's already young. How, when she was a little girl on the radio? <laughs> I'm just <laughs> so like, cute. I'm like, Yeah, she well, was. Well, actually, let me just show you a picture. Screen capture this to send to my boss because our website is fucking piece of shit. Um, but uh, today's TBT WJD was mm -hmm. the time back in the olden days when I learned to box. I went to a boxing gym, Lord's Gym. Nice. For six months, got all the fundamentals down, learned to spar, learned how to fight, learned how to hit, tried to get my conditioning up. And um, I had a fight with a lady, beat her. Second round, two, two, TKO. TKO. Um, but check out this awesome picture of me. Yeah, look at how our website optimizes photos. Whoa, yeah, look at that. Look at that forehead in that picture. Well, in, after the Me Too movement, they really didn't want to accentuate um, on anything below the neck, which is no, good. Respect. Really, below the nose on below this picture. <laughs> well. But I am the undisputed uh, champion of having one fight at uh, Richard Lord's gym. So, you know. I, the website is such a piece of shit. But talking uh, to your daughter, well, it's, it's about almost making, 2020. So, this is when the websites really start to get optimized. Right now, check out this picture of me. I believe this is about 2006. I look like I'm 15. 
I feel guilty looking at this. <laughs> I know. But I was 32 in that picture. My goodness. Wait, was I 32? No, I can't be right. Yeah, I was 30. So I was born in 74. You do the math. I'm born in 74 as well. Girl, how close in 74? Uh, but yeah, I look like a tiny little baby child. You do? I am trying to get back to that, guys. It does not help when you go drinking with your friend <laughs> yeah. at not even lunchtime <laughs> at Dive Bar. I love That's this right. place, by I the love way. this place. You need to come here more often. You've got a cute little uh, deck out the back. I like the deck out in the back because it's a little more private. Yes. People just can't see you, but you can relax, have a good yes. conversation. I love it. I love it. Also, the other love... thing Matt keeps telling us to do, and we can do it, and I think we should. I think we should guest bartend this. here. Ooh, guest bartend. You know, yeah. I'm pretty good. I'm not. I'm good. <laughs> 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 I'll be my bar back. <laughs> I'll be your bar back. I'll wash that glass. No, wash it right. No, you know, it's a, also, it's a, it's a rarity going into a bar when it's not open that doesn't smell like old vomit. I know. So thank you for that. Yeah. There's a little bit of work into that, but you're absolutely <laughs> right. Because there are some other bars where there's a bar in Newport Beach called the Goat Hill Tavern. They have 180 beers on tap. Oh, that's a that's a lot of work to clean. Sawdust on the floors. Ooh. They have a they have a $225 uh, Sunday brunch date lunch. What? It's two hot dogs fully loaded and a bottle of Dom. That actually sounds like a good time. I know, really. It's a, it, that was my barometer for if I was going to get serious <laughs> with a girl. I'd take her into this place that smelled like vomit and piss and beer at 11 in the morning on a Sunday. She's like, oh, oh what are we doing here? I'm like, have a Red Bull. She's like, I'm going to throw up. What are we? I'm like, we're going to have this $225 or whatever lunch. And she's like, I'm not eating here. And she would leave. And the guy would bring over these two fully loaded hot dogs and a bottle of Dom. And he's like, buy yourself again, Jason. And I'm like, yeah, just weeding them out. This is, this is, this is how we weed so them out. So that's how the wife passed? That's how the wife No, the, the wife never got to go through that because that was Newport. So I met her here. Oh. I met her uh, here in Austin. I know, that. right? She would, she would not have passed. She would have been like, So we have – so uh, – what are we doing today? So today we got tremors. Is this and our man? That's our man. So I was in LA. I'm with my dear buddy, uh, the rooster, LA Rose. And uh, we're hanging out. And he goes, you should do a tribute to Fred Ward because of all the amazing movies he's been in. Tremors. There's the Bacon Man himself. Uh, Look you at got, the Bacon Man. He's like, acting, oh. He looks like he's about my age in that picture I just showed you. He looks like he's going to go. It looks like he just, instead of winning the Footloose dance-off, he lost it. I know. And now he's got to go to work on the range. Little baby. This guy, this Fred Ward, you say his yes. name is? By the way, if you just took a picture of Fred Ward, you'd say his name was like McCaskill, McDolligan, <laughs> The Hammer, O'Keefe the Third. Just He looks like this real tough guy. Fred Ward does not do this guy justice. And also... He looks like he could be the father of John Bernthal. Yes, absolutely. Is that, that's like not an original thought there? People think uh, that? Because... No, no, uh, no that's, that's, but you, you bring it up and I used to say yes because those two. Oh my gosh. Right. Only, I don't know if you do uh, visual on your... Uh, your no, no. Well, I can't. I, 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 can post, I post pictures. I can but, do a side by side. Yeah, we do a side by side. Uh, John Bernthal, I have the super, super vagina hots for him. He was, of course, in The Punisher, the oh. Marvel uh, MCU TV show. He was fucking great in that. What, he was in uh, Walking Dead. What is it about those men with, if a woman had those kind of deep, hard lines in her face. You'd be out. I mean, you'd be like, well, listen, pugs are cute, but, oh. you know. But I mean, look at the deep, hard lines in a dude's face. Like Fred Ward has some lines the in answer? his face. The answer? Oh, Alfie. Alfie. <laughs> By the way, joining us, as you guys heard, Deb's manager, Alfie. Who is done. an 18 pound? Oh, he's oh. all shaking. It's okay. Yeah, Alfie, what Alfie is an right? 18 pound um, interesting rescue dog. Um, he is a full breed uh, dum dum French bulldog. 
Yes. But he thinks he's bigger than he is, and he just tried to jump up on a chair that is about three feet. Get him, Alfie. Tell him. Tell him, Alfie. Tell him. Say, Who is that? Alfie, use your words. Say cocktails. Tell him. Cocktails. Tell him, Alfie. <laughs> what? <laughs> I just saw him, you whip. <laughs> he's like, but I didn't see him see him. You should see him when I'm falling. He's terrifying. Oh, oh whoa. Hey, on his back legs. On his back legs. Like he's going to fight like a kangaroo. Alfie is the funniest. Oh, they're like, we're uh, friends see? now. Producer Matt just making friends oh, right Alfie. and left. Alfie, Alfie is. I, I'm not a purebred, pure, not a purebred girl or a pure breed girl. Mm-hmm. I'm a pit bull rescuer. I've had a pit bull for 13 years, and I just lost Blue in November. My he was my soulmate, the love of my life. Absolutely. Didn't think I'd get another dog, but the lady who found Blue Boy in Bastrop just running down the highway. She took him in, and uh, she has horses and a bunch of other animals, and he kept trying to play with the horses and when <laughs> she was worried he was going to get trampled. Sure. So she uh, she asked all of her friends, you know, does anybody know who needs a, a pit bull? And I had just lost my other pit bull mix who got killed by a hit and run driver. Fuck her. Whoever you die in a fire really slowly, whoever you are. Um, my roommate at the time was an English guy named Tunny, was a soccer coach in Bastrop and all the soccer kids' moms would bring him food because he was single and it was so cute and she, she was one of you're just, this is, no, stop it. Hey, Alfie, stop being a diva. This is our podcast. Alfie, unless you're going to go get me a beer. Yeah. <laughs> Alfie, that's our friend. As you were just in the back of the bar. He's standing in front of the bar, barking. Go say different, hi. Different angles. Go say hi. Different angles for him. What a dummy. Anyway, she said, hey, I found, uh, so Tunny got the dog yeah. and surprised me, and it was Blue Boy, and I cried. No. All right, it's derailing everything. It's all good. All good. Listen, this. You know, the the thing that I love about this podcast is that this is kind of like life. I mean, no rules. It, it, right. Well, it's no rules, and it's a conversation. And dogs are part of our lives. I've oh, got, yeah. I rescued my basset hound, who's an absolute moron. I mean, you know, he'll be smelling something like, "Hey, time to go!" And Banjo, let's go. And he's just like, "Banjo, let's go." Bernard, let's go. That's his middle name when he's in trouble. He's just nose in the grass. <laughs> and then I tap him. He's just like, hey, what's going on? Oh, hey, were you talking to me? Yeah, is there something? Did you need doing? something? Yeah. Because I'm. And then he's like an old bitch. He just looks out the window. And if people walk by, he just growls. Oh. Like he's tough. Yeah. He's well, a fucking yeah. basset hound. Listen to this guy. 18 pounds. He's at least pounds. got muscles. So he does have muscles. He's got that little. Sh- but he, he does. He's like the little guy that's also been hitting the gym hard. Oh, yeah. And, and like, you don't want to fuck with him. No. But then again, you think you don't, and then you actually get to meet him, and he just runs away. Yeah, and he's like, well, fuck you! Mm, bye! Okay. Yeah, and then runs out. But yeah, that's how I ended up with a purebred, is Mary, that lovely lady who found Blue. Found him. Rescued uh, him, right? Well, actually, yeah, she knew an older lady in Bastrop who uh, was, I think, quite elderly and frail, but had a little dog and thought, oh, my little dog doesn't have enough entertainment or whatever because I'm old so yeah. she said listen to this was, I think I'm smart she said you know what I'm gonna do I'm gonna order a dog from a breeder pay them three and a half grand this dog will be a good companion for my dog so she gets a two-month-old Alfie called him like J- Jimmy Joe or Eddie Eddie Joe Bob or something literally have a double barrel country name and within a month she's like I can't fucking take it super shocker really right? a puppy and you don't walk your other dog already, so apparently there was just pissy puppy I was pads say there everywhere. Be just shit and piss and everywhere. these these guys, I like I said, I've been a pit bull mum for thirteen years. Um, trained Blue, house trained him in less than two weeks. I got him at like four or six months old, and have had dozens, if not more, um, foster puppies sure. since then. My goal is to get them 
potty trained ASAP. Now, what's your what? I've got two potty training tricks. What are your tricks? My tricks. Let's are, compare tricks. Okay, Key number tricks. one, you got to be psycho eyes on the on the prize the whole time. Okay. You watch those fucking dogs. You watch those puppies. You and if you've got one, it's a lot easier than I've had two and three puppies uh -huh. in a litter fostering at the same time. Number one, you are a psycho. I've got to keep my eyes on this motherfucking dog because yep. I see the signs because they all have little signs. So you yep. can learn the signs. You see the signs. As soon as they do that, like looking around, maybe doing circles, whatever it is, uh -huh. you pick them up, take them outside and praise the fuck out of them when they go. Sure. Or if they're starting to go inside, you just say, um, lemon no juice poo, in no the eyes. <laughs> just, just score lemon juice in I the just eyes. go straight for the raid. Just straight for the raid? The raid. That's No, you pick them up, you take them out. Again, even if they've done something inside, you say, you know, no wee, no poo, whatever your point, yeah. what, what their names are. Take them out. Then when they go again, then my dog, my dog understands praise. fucking shit. The fucking shit. Yeah, another fucking shit. <laughs> anyway, this asshole was seven months in the. Yeah, because little dogs love to secret shit. Oh they love my to find God. little spots. I have a weird, like, sort of, it's labyrinthine house. It's not very big, but it's old and weird. Mm -hmm. And else, I'll your magical hallway where you can fart there and no one will hear. No it one will ever get it. Yeah, right. but we have a laundry room, and then there's a, a room <laughs> off the laundry room that is the guest room, but no one ever goes in there and. The other day I walked in and there were four shits in there. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me, dog? Yeah. It's going to be a year old next month. A bitch needs to stop pooing and peeing inside. Mm -hmm. But, you know, that's what you get when you get a little dog. So he's a rescue. He's a bit special. Yeah. Uh, and he lives with All the purebreds are a bit oh, special. I don't, listen, they, if the message, we give any PSA messages during oh, this we podcast do, of course, today, adopt, don't shop. Purebreds are dumb, generally. They have loads of health problems. The first thing that the vet said to me when I took Alfie in for a checkup, get pet insurance. Yeah, uh, get for ready. For fuck's sake. He goes, yeah, because she said, yeah, he's going to have breathing problems. He's going to have probably back problems. Teeth problems, for sure. Teeth problems. I mean, and he hates his stuff being touched. Like, with Blue, I could do anything. With my pit bull, I could brush his teeth or clip his toenails or whatever. Yeah. Clean his ears out. Because Blue Alfie. had a rough life. Alfie's Alfie. like, what? Don't you touch me, woman. Hello. When he gets his nails trimmed. You asked trimmed, my permission? i got to take this dog to a fucking groomer. Blue never went to a groomer in his life. Because he's like, okay, you're going to wash me outside with the hose? I hate it, but I'm going to let yeah, you do I'll it. Yeah, I'll let you do it. Look this, at this guy, I can't uh, get near to him. And they put a muzzle on him when they tri trim his nails. Yeah, they do that to Banjo as well, oh. my basset hound. They put a butt. I'm like, he's a fucking idiot. Just have a slice of pepperoni and hold it in front of him, and you can do anything to his feet. Yeah. Because yeah, he'll just no. smell it. Mm -mm, not my we, um, did I ever tell you about Handsome James Ferdinand? No, but I like the name. So, Handsome James Ferdinand, by the way, we're watching Tremors, folks, oh, yeah. in case you're wondering. It's on. They it's haven't on. seen the alien things no, yet. But they're You've blowing got... up the ground oh. for oil and doing some other shit. I know what you call these guys. These guys are roughnecks. But I do I do have two things I want to run by you. But first, let me tell you about Handsome James. So, Handsome James was going to be a fight dog, but he wouldn't fight, so he became a bait dog. Oh, that was what they thought he was. So that they, all the dogs attacked him. Right. So, my buddy got Handsome James, the gentleman who put us you know, on the Fred Ward train, got Handsome James. He was about 50 pounds, no fur, um, skin literally falling off, and would pee every time he heard a man's voice. Oh. And for the first 48 hours, he would stay five feet away from my friend in his studio apartment in LA, and just every time my buddy moved, it was always five feet at an angle. And Handsome James oh, went from that, nice. went from that, he's the only pit bull at the LA Children's Hospital that's a certified therapy dog that goes in and kids with cancer, kids that have been abused, kids, anything. Put his head on them. And he jumps on the bed with them. 
and reads a room. There was a kid in the store, he was in Ralph's walking through, and a boy on the spectrum was having uh, an episode, and he right. was sitting rocking in the aisle in back and forth. adapting to whatever was happening. And he's now certified therapy dogs, who wears the vest and goes everywhere my buddy goes. And he's on leave, just hooks him onto a side belt, walks next to him, and Handsome James just worked his way over, right that over. that kid needed some help. what that kid needed, sat down next to the kid and nuzzled him, and the kid stopped rocking, got up, held his head, one of those big pit bull heads too. I mean, it's just held his head. James doesn't kiss him on the face, just sits there, pets him, calms down the dad's like, holy shit. Get your kid a dog. Get your kid a fucking dog. Get your kid a nanny dog, aka a pit bull. Exactly. And this dog, they call him the Velvet Hippo, he has baseball trading cards from the hospital. He's so popular. And the kids get so sad when they leave that they give him that. He's also a pen pal to my daughter. So we have letters on the fridge. They write that she draws in pictures, he writes her letters back and forth, back and forth once a month. That's fucking cute. FaceTime. Do we FaceTime Vance and James once a month? We sure do. He gets treats based on when Parker, my daughter, tells him he can have treats. <laughs> uh, I think he's going now to Instagram like, right now. Handsome see James Ferdinand. Follow Handsome James. Oh, yes. You know, I follow do. more dogs than people. Well, Handsome James is, he's my buddy. And then they have another dog. It's a three-legged um, rescue. It's a pug named Annabelle, and she's a bitch. They call her Knuckles. Because when she wants sympathy, she drags her back leg. Oh. But when she wants to fuck you up, she runs at you with three legs, barking and growling and spitting. And she hates men. She knows her shit. Hates men. But she will roll up to me and lay down at my feet and just show me her belly. And I will give her Zerberts on her belly. And what, just what's that? when you pull on the skin. I, yeah. And I she just and she just goes. It's lovely when you see them being rehabilitated oh, like that. You do. So, oh, so, so real quick, we're going to make a hard left turn to the movie. So they're, they're doing well. We'll be doing I, lots of left and right turns. We're going to do left and right turns. Yes. And, and you've done the podcast before. You know that this is kind of I don't think I went straight once. No. And it shouldn't. Here's, so I saw this thing the other day, and this goes back, like, I, you know, the overarching theme that I get from the Tremors movies is, you know, one, these people, we're not taking care of our Earth. We're trying to pull as much out of it as possible. But here's my thing. I saw this new uh, six-pack holder that's biodegradable and it is actually, it's hard, but it's fish food. So if people throw it away or it goes and it makes it to the ocean, it's fish food, and then nice. the fish can eat it and so it doesn't go up a turtle's nose. In concept, I like it. However, DMV test. Walk in, take everyone at the DMV and walk them to Whole Foods and give them an item and say, is it trash, is it compost, is it recycled? And they're gonna look at you and everyone's gonna drop it in trash because they don't know. And my problem with creating things that are environmentally safe for our friends out there, the, the majority of the earth, not us assholes, yeah. right? The animals, the air that we get to breathe and all this shit is there's too many dummies that are just going to assume that all six pack holders are now fish food yeah. and that you're all encouraging littering. could be, you know, mud biodegradable. Where is it? As a person who's lived in multiple places and seen, you know, you, you see the world differently. I'm yeah. wondering where in your mind is is the break of why we can't educate and create cool products. Why do we have to like educate? Oh, it's not working. Fuck out the education. Let's just start making cool products. Like they're never seem to be in tandem to me. The, I think the problem is 
I mean, you make a great point, by the way. Sorry if you hear food noises. I'm having some nuts. Oh, do love a good salty nut in my mouth. No, thank you for my nuts. <laughs> uh, I didn't have lunch yet, so I'm hungry. Um, I, I would have brought food. you got to tell me. Already. I fucking forgot, man. I was going to go home and make a smoothie. I ain't got time for that. But I think the big problem in America and in many other Western, even wet well, especially not westernized countries, but in the world is that people are, they're brought up with a very standardized view of the world, as in we're, and, and I've heard so many Americans, men especially say this to me, it's got less over the years when I first moved to Texas. If it comes up at a party, I'm a vegetarian, why? We're the top of the food chain. We get to do this. Look at these teeth. Like all of that is debunked, right? All of that is debunked. But it just it, the the message of that mm -hmm. is that we're the top of the food chain. We should be able to do what we want. Why do I have to change my life just to enjoy a, this? Do you fact? think that's a uh, a human thing or? It, and I, I think it's I think it's definitely. I think it's a, a, a Judeo-Christian thing. Oh, I think it's a, like, I think I'm it's a, a white religious guy. Thing. I'm a white guy. I'm white, straight white straight white guy. Why do I got to change my life? Don't worry. And I'm not going to be around to worry about the consequences. But I'd like you to sit in, room, yeah, sit in a room with Gre Greta Thunberg and see how she fucking tells you you got it wrong. I mean, she will make you feel like shit in an instant. But those people don't want to change. They don't see the value for the future. Even if they have children, they'll continue to raise them drinking liters of, of Diet Coke or a Coke or whatever. I mean, sodas and, and throwing that liter bottle away and not thinking that that could be recycled. And instead of buying plastic water bottles, maybe thinking about buying one big one for the house, you know, rather than all of the, sure. the multiple ones. Or well, why are we, we making plastic still? Well, well, plastic should be illegal. If you can't, if it doesn't bi biodegrade, and therefore if it's in the trash, in the dung heap, out by the, by, by the dump, then if it doesn't biodegrade, it shouldn't be made. And I do believe that one of these days that is gonna happen. And I tell why, you what, why, I've hold seen on, hold on. Why, do you, why do you think of this? Why is it 20 or 30 kids have died from vaping? Oh. It's a national epidemic. 300,000 people a year die of opioid addiction. God knows what we're doing to this planet with plastic. But 30 fucking white kids who blow ring inside of ring inside of a ring with a dragon tail that comes out. Gets jewel banned. Gets jewel banned. But we can't, we can't ban plastic bags. Because they're so convenient. Because I can tell you. But we can keep remaking. Why do we have to make oh, more when there's me. more plastic oh, for us to use no, I, for the rest of eternity listen, you know, already on the planet? How many times I've said to people about reusable shopping bags, and like for years, even before Austin had its bag ban, which I know someone that you know, you both know very closely, is a huge. Um, he just thinks he it's his. He thinks, it, he thinks, it, he thinks it's, it's a tax. Right. It's like his recycle tax bag. It's, it's, it's also the attitude that he doesn't like to bag his own groceries. That's someone else's job. I say take more ownership of this world and your life and it'll give you more meaning. Like when I buy my fruits and vegetables, I try and buy in season. I try and buy what possibly was locally grown. And this isn't just being, oh, you're a fucking hippie white liberal girl from England. Blah, blah, blah. Keep your dumb sensibilities out of Texas. It's better for all of us, dude. If you're, if you're ordering fruit that is from New Zealand, and trust me, I love New Zealand apples, don't get me wrong, but you can still get Washington apples or wherever apples. Bing cherries from Northwest Montana, exactly. but guess what? Only two months out of the year. And that's fine, you know what? Our Enjoy ancestors, it. and I mean for 99% for of human beings' existences, existence, we only ate 
what was in season and what we could get. We rarely ate meat. We ate meat maybe once a month. We tried to store it, and but generally we didn't catch a lot of meat. We're stupid small animals and they're, they're big ones with talons and teeth. So we basically lived off the earth. And um, I feel like if we, we don't more embrace that, all of, we, more people need to embrace it. And not just the recycling, but the, the thoughtfulness about food and where it comes from. The, the world is, is, is hurtling towards a quicker end than we know. And there will, there will be legal ramifications like, yes, we're going to ban plastic. Yes, we're going to drastically change your life because now it's come to a critical mass. Right now, it's not critical mass. We can see critical mass when it comes to over-farming, over-population, over-use of plastics and certain chemicals that are in the air. But it's not quite affecting your everyday person. They can still go and buy their six-packs with the plastic rings that they sure. don't cut. Uh, like I, I was cutting the, the other day. The first time my boyfriend saw me cut a six-pack ring, he's like, what the fuck are you doing? And I'm, I'm like, I'm not putting this in here. I cut straws now because he still eats at fast food restaurants. So I'll find polystyrene cups. By the way, styrofoam, guys, Doesn't never biodegrade. It's nuclear energy and styrofoam never. cups. Never. <laughs> it will never biodegrade. Styrofoam. The balls get smaller and that's it. Ah, it doesn't go anywhere. Um, but, you know, I'll find a straw and I'm sitting there. I'll slice it all the way down yeah. from end to end and then I'll chop it in little pieces. He's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I don't want this to end up in the turtle's nose. Now, what I'm doing in smaller pieces, is that any better? I don't know. But I try my best. I try my best to do my best. And you know what? Don't take any more time out of my life because it's a new habit. It takes 21 days to form right. a new habit. Just fucking stop doing this one dumb thing that you do. Realize that it could. That's how I got off cocaine. Well, you've so, got to do it just three weeks, man. <laughs> <laughs> Me too with those anal beads. Yeah, you know, oh, it took two, I, two tries of Did I tell you that went my, my exit from anal beads? I've never done anal beads. Though. Oh, you haven't? No. So this 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 will be, this this will only re reaffirm I your. I am excited to hear this, this story. story. So there's the there's the ones that have the battery at the end, so they all vibrate. Nice. And so you pluck them in. Yeah. And I'm I'm with this young lady, and she's like, now listen, as I start to orgasm, I'd like you to pull these out. So they're in her. They're in her, and okay. I'm like, perfect. Well, I'm an idiot, and I need a little more explanation. Of when she's coming. No, when oh. I how is she pulling out? Did you out? yank it like a lawnmower? Like yeah, I go start the lawnmower. For fuck's sake, Jason! <laughs> she Shit on you. went. Like this one shit? Yeah, like... Oh, God. This well, because, place, because right? it's all vibrating in there, so it's loosening everything up. Ah! And then you're supposed to pull it out slowly. Like, yeah, doink, 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 doink. And I'm just like... Nun, 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 nun. <laughs> well, she, she yelped. Did you see her again? No, no. <laughs> this is like the podcast of sad Jason stories of exes R.I.P. How, how I got married. Well, I made a lot of mistakes early. I just fucked everyone else off. <laughs> That's right. like, not that guy. Not that guy. Don't, I mean, he's great. Don't give him anal beats. No. no. Well, why not? Well, he thinks my butt's a lawnmower. Ow, just, that. yeah, I don't think it felt good either. It was. I it was explained to me later all the things I did wrong, which is fine. That's nice. You got an education. Got an education. I also know. I was like, I'm just not mature enough for certain things. And you're like, that does nothing for me, so yeah. I bother. Yeah. But you know what? Look, here's the thing. This like relates in to what we were just saying to old people in the back of a station wagon right now. By the, the way, station wagons are rocking. Don't they're come gonna, knocking. They're gonna try and fuck, and then they're gonna get eaten. By what the happened to wood paneling on the side of cars? Because I always liked it. My mum and dad had one. They had a Woody. What was that car called? Oh, yeah, Woody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had a Woody. Isn't that too big? I mean, I, I mean, I don't mean this intensively. That's too big of a car for England. No, England I mean, traditionally has small cars. That's a small. That's a small car. I mean, think about America. Like that. That wooden station wagon. Yeah. Not that one. 
but it was actually called a Woody and it was a specific type of car and I don't know if someone's going to know it listening and say I'm an idiot but there are pictures of me and my parents I'm not in the picture my older brother I'm in my mum's tongue <laughs> when they had the Woody nice it was pretty cute um, but no I'm just saying like uh you learning about anal beads and getting getting lessons on that, you know, how to be a better lover for that person, whatever it is. It's just like cutting up your uh, six-pack holders. Yeah. You just, you just, you got to learn why it's important. And don't be offended to learn. Don't I be offended to learn. We're not calling you, like, here's the big thing is, I feel like a lot of people, and this is what I said, I'll go back to when I said men used to always kind of get a bit aggressive with me about being a vegetarian. And it's like, I thought it was a, a Texas man thing, but I've just realized it's a white, a rich white man's thing, or, you know, an entire white man's thing. They just don't, they don't want to hear that somebody else doesn't do what they do because they take it as a criticism of what they do. Now, I don't find it something that I want to do, whatever it is you, that might make me a, a weird, hippie, liberal, greeny, whatever. That's my choice. I'm not impressing that upon anybody else, but I have done the research as to why this is better for myself and the world or my animals to do this one thing. You don't want to do it? That's fine. Continue on doing what you're doing. Because in one conversation, if you ask me, hey, do you want one of these beef sliders? And I go, no thanks. That's all I'm saying. No thanks, I don't eat meat. I am not saying you're a fucking asshole because you do. I'm saying I don't, and that's my choice, and I've figured it out for myself now. If you want to ask why, I am happy to tell you why and give you great reasons why maybe you should think about changing. And in fact, I just watched, we got to get off the soapbox into this movie in a minute, but I just watched the beginning of, um, fuck, what is it called? The the new documentary on Netflix, it's newish, it's uh, hosted by an English uh, MMA fighter, Game Changer. Oh yeah, yeah, he and is, I watched, he's a vegetarian. I watched the beginning, well he wasn't in the beginning of the documentary, yeah. but I watched the beginning of it and I, I've stopped watching it because I want to watch it with my boyfriend who is a meat eater and loves to work out and plays super and I'm not just saying super put it in all caps with fireworks coming out of each end of the word competitive softball player I know how that sounds lame he like literally traveled to worlds this this summer damn so he's, he's we've got a net in our backyard he's got like 57 bats there's his life is softball um, and I want him to watch it because there is so, there's so much science and there are so many more national sports here in America taking on this hey animal protein really isn't the best thing for us. Think about the, you know, they just discovered in the beginning of this documentary that through finding gladiators' bones and doing yep. tests on them, the gladiators predominantly ate a plant-based lifestyle, meaning they got their protein, they fucking crushed each other with plants. I would like it's to amazing. see this. I would like to get, I, I'm not, we, we had a ranch growing up, I'm not against farming. I'm big against factory farming. I mean, factory farming. I knew, I knew the cows. I knew the sheep. They I knew the pigs. Did they, they have a life. life with their young, the mum, the, the yeah, females? They were with. We, we helped parents. them get born. I mean, all this stuff. Way different uh, than factory farming. Way different. I am not against that. I am. I am big for this. I want. I want our supermarkets to be like Neiman Marcus and Nordstrom Rack. Go on Tuesday. That's when the new shit comes in. Oh, steaks are in on Tuesday. They that's get, the day you get the steaks. That's the day you get the steaks. Create a line there's around the, the door. There's, hello, hello, governor. Look at that. They think I'm English. Oh, <laughs> Alfie, you got to stay Alfie, in here. Who is it, Alfie? Stay. But we are. Um, oh, we got we got some booze coming Delivery. in. Oh, Alfie hates wheels. Watch him attack this dolly. Alfie, just just just, just come keep on going. in. He'll move. He'll, yeah. Ignore him, and he'll probably try and bite the wheels. He likes Ign wheels. Ignore him, yeah. No, he hates them. <laughs> they are a dumb dog's nemesis. 
So I'm trying to take out the weed even at my house, and it's like World War Three. But I would like to see it that way. Hamburger, sausage, everything. Like, it should listen, be a treat. Meat it should be, should be a treat. Well, not only just a treat. Like, I don't care if you eat it every day, but I'm just Your saying. Your body will. But I'm just saying this. Stores and supermarkets, if you want to make this earth better, if you want to treat animals better, if you want to be better and grow local and be local, I don't care if you have a, if you're in Texas because we're cattle country or pig yeah. country, right? And you have a gazillion things of this. I honestly, I don't care. However, I don't want the factory farming shit in there. Instead, what I want in there is, hey, this is from, and I, and you know, and, and give them a row. This is, um, this is a uh, Bob's ranch. This is, yeah, this is Tammy's from ranch. They, from Hutto. Yeah, this, from Buda and Hutto. This cow was named Daisy. Ooh, Alfie, Alfie, Alfie. Alfie, stay here, buddy. Yeah, yeah. Hey, come here. Come here. So I just I'd rather Sorry, see stuff Friendly. like I'd rather see stuff like that. So at least the experience is the experience, and what I mean by and that truthful is truthful experience. And truthful. Not a face. If you want to eat an animal with a face, you should know what it went through. Yeah. If but, you but want to adopt a purebred dog, you should know what the rejects go through. Exactly. If and you want to buy an animal. You should see what animals are like when they get surrendered to the shelters. But I will say this. You the, should, for the you should know up, the consequences of everything that you do. The fucked up part of us is that we see certain animals lose his face and we're like, yeah, I don't eat that. And other ones are like, and we're like, oh gross. no. I'll eat that guy. I mean, calamari? Yeah. Uh, so you're eating uh, arguably the smartest. Oh my god, octopus. Smartest. Smartest. On the planet, way just, smarter. Just than because, us. just because they don't build skyscrapers doesn't mean they're dumb. No, they should. They to just go and watch some underwater stuff that they do. Yeah, disguise themselves as other animals, bury themselves, not just change, change colors, color, change shape, change, change skin texture. Yes, texture. They can look like a fucking rock. They're so smart. So smart. Multiple brains, multiple hearts. Just is that Reba McIntyre? Yes, it is. God damn! Is that Cheech or Chong? Nope, that's All just right. a I mustache. Just very racist about that. It's a mustache. It looks like um, John Bernthal's dad and um, Footloose are riding off in the sunset on some horses. So they're so. Don't further, they know further, at this the point that the scanners, scanners, skidders, uh, tremors, scrapers, those guys, the tremors, they're underneath. They're on they're the underneath. ground. They're on the ground in horses. Up, you know. What animal terrifies you the most? Terrifying. Like when you're looking, like tremors here. Like this is of course made up, but but it's like the earth fighting back. And I'm wondering, you're out there, you're in the desert or the rainforest or wherever you're at. Oh, I know. What's the animal where you're just like, fuck? Okay, there's two. two. What do you got for me? Because I have two. Well, one is really stupid, and it's just you know childhood fear because it's spiders, and I know that they're not an animal, insect, but that's Mm -hmm. okay. All right, but you know, a, a living being. Sure. Spiders really get me because it's just as a little girl, I was I was just I was horrified by them, and now I'm living in Texas, and they literally, you know, like they can be bigger than you. Well, That's also, also, let's be honest, they can eight, eight to ten a year, right in your mouth. Exactly. When so, you sleep. So disgusting. Also, extra protein, mm. and not factory farms. Not in. <laughs> that is a good point, but not in. Uh, so I would say that. Um, and the other subsect of insects and things are stuff that can like get in under your skin. My boyfriend just recently turned me on to a show that is called There's a Monster in My Body or some bullshit like that. And it's about like uh, yeah, have you seen the shit one that gets inside the, in the girl dogs? with the brain? See the one with the dogs? No, I the don't. The worms no. that get in their skin that they no. pop them like pimples? Stop. No, and I you get thousands, like they squeeze the side of the dog and, and thousands of these worms just pour out. 
I lightly threw up a little bit. Okay, that see, I don't, I don't want to see that on a dog. I'll see that on a human, and I'll subscribe. On their back, I'll see it on them. I'll be like, "Well, you're an idiot." Doctor but on Pimple a dog, have you watched Doctor Pimple? Yeah, yeah, Hey, first of all, a lot of those are cysts. Hate to be, hate to be the technical genius there, but a lot of those are cysts. I know. Alfie's got a fucking fan club already. Is he making friends? He's making friends Say out hi, there. Alfie. Look, if he saw that bigger ginger out there, and he's like, Jason. Oh. <laughs> he does like that Jason. guy doesn't know who. Jason just like pulls him on his head. What's up, girl? And he's like, what is that, you weirdo? But then, okay, Your so poor the, girlfriend. How do you? I know. Do you just how do you pet her? her and mash with hand. Cute. Oh no! See the horse is getting. Is the horse getting done by a fucking trailer. No, yep. oh, god damn it! I can't watch. <laughs> For fuck's sake! I know it's a movie, but. Kill a human all you like. Oh, I'll take another one. Yes. I'll take another one. Oh, sure, yeah. Kill a human all you like, but don't kill the animals. I don't kill the animals. That's why we're move. Oh, you know, just put out of misery. Well, good that's old, good old KB. No. Oh, yeah. oh, he tried to kill the thing. Why are they still standing on the dirt? They're so stupid. All right. So the other thing I'm scared of terrified and I spent many many months while I was living in Spain uh, as a younger person looked even more teenagery than I did in that picture at one uh, I learned to scuba dive because since the movie Jaws that I watched when I may have been like eight or ten terrified of deep dark water and to the for point good that, reason well for good reason but not when you're in a lagoon pool you know lagoon pools are that dark yeah. navy I fucking freak out, and I'm a really good you, swimmer. You should freak out. I was I was a, a swimmer in high school, and like really good, and I'm very strong. I can tread water for God knows how long. You know, we had to do all those lifeguard tests, and I'm good. Thank you for my drink, bud. I'm good with the water. I I, I know I could survive some shit things, but in Incredible. my mind, there are fucking sharks everywhere in the pool. There are there are freshwater sharks. Oh yeah, Lake Austin. When I'm when I'm surfing. Or are you whatever? just looking for dead bodies? No, I'm like, get me out of here, mister! Like, I learned, you know, like, when you learn to, to wake surf or surf, you might, like, hang on to the rope for a while, and you're yeah. like, oh, trying to pop up. Oh, God, no. I, I pop up so fucking quick. Surfing is actually the only good thing that I can do. Surfing and sex are the two only things I'm good at. But, um, and skateboarding. And maybe being an animal mum. No, I've hurt myself so many times. I'm I'm Oh, I'm terrible. But no, fucking sharks get me. And I just, uh, you know, the rear, the, and there is some stupidity behind that, obviously. When am I going to come up against a shark? It's going to be weird. I do. I, I'm with you, though. I don't like sharks. I, and you, I think you, they you know feel... they're wonderful creatures. They're amazing, and they're so smart. And I'm I... hungry because we keep stealing all their food. <laughs> right, but I purposely <laughs> watch videos of, like, these underground Jacques Cousteau. Could you, would you, would you open swim with a great white? No. So, you know, Jason, our friend, who was a known yeah. pussy, did the cave, uh, the cage dive thing when he was in Hawaii one year with the sharks around. I'm like... I am tougher than you by like two bazillion points, and you did that. Also, that's just off, that's just teasing sharks. <laughs> He's yeah, like, guess what you can have. That would be such a great meal. <laughs> they just they're just smelling. They're like, like all I'm, the pickled, all the pickled and smoked meats. <laughs> they're just like, mm. <laughs> yeah. So what about you then? Uh, two two so, things you're scared of. I am deathly afraid of snakes. I mean, to the point mm. where if like you Indiana were, Jones scared, way worse. When I was a kid, uh, I was I worked out. We had a ranch, a family ranch. Oh, My grandfather crazy. walked up behind me, and uh, he dropped a snake down my shirt. A real snake. A real snake. And a live and it, one. And it, it kept going around my little chubby belly until it finally went the other way. So and he then, thought it was funny, but yeah, you were like, yeah, crawled out my buttoned-up shirt and then went down my leg. Oh but, God. Yeah, so terrified of snakes. I mean, to a 
to a yeah it was it was it was it still this day if you mm-hmm. if someone let a snake go here i'd probably die of heart attack um i'm That's not awful. i'm grandpa, not mean guy. oh yeah grandpa was he was very mean <laughs> he really wasn't nice <laughs> all the kids are like i don't hang out with them I'm like i think he likes me never mind well the auntie's uncle was like hey grandpa died you come to the funeral i was like fuck no oh. fuck that guy i just well it's funny because he died like three years ago and i read the eulogy that i wrote for him and he was on facebook but it was just like this is the guy who taught me all these things also at six he gave me a 22 and a fishing pole and told me to go fishing by myself <laughs> like i mean this is a guy who, thanks, yeah, like, but that's why like, i had a global now yeah he's like you're six here's a gun and a fishing pole go catch us dinner wow and if something rustles in the bushes just shoot it and i was like okay i mean I'm, first of all you don't trust a six-year-old with a gun, a gun. no or to go f- fishing near water that he could drown in yeah it was a, it was a deep fast river there could be fucking water moccasins. I've I've been to the creeks and rivers here, oh, and they got yeah, the pictures of all bullshit. the shit that can kill you. Yeah, rattlesnakes are everywhere in eastern Montana. And the other thing, because we just saw this, and they that's do where ter- your ranch was. That's where the ranch was, and this is this is what really terrifies me. So we went out a couple weeks ago, flew out to Arizona to see my dad. God bless my dad and and my stepmom. They live in a little retirement community by some golf courses, cute little casita. I, that's all I picture Arizona. I've been just, to Phoenix, Scottsdale a couple of times. There, you're either, you're either, you're either 22 and selling your organs, yeah. or you're 65 and living the good life in tame. Yeah, on a, on a golf course in a one-story yep. house. Yeah, Exactly. Yeah. And so they're hanging out, and I they're like, they're let's go to the zoo. And I was like, oh, oh, let's go to the, let's go to the, uh, the animal jail. Like, he, well, thinks, this is, he thinks you're six years old again. Well, it's, and he's well, like, it's, for, the, it's for Harper. Oh, I've got the kid daughter. with me. And uh, and they're like, this is the natural one, so it's all open. And it's there, but there are some cage areas. No, it's really not. Mm-hmm. Here's, so here's this. They shoot. sell so many zoos, sell them that, that they're like, hey, it's free range. It's bullshit. Okay. So we go into the, and I'm terrified of big cats, panthers, like panthers, cougars, mountain lions. They're just so big. And they can just kill you in They're a second. A little nip on the neck and you're gone. But they, you know, and they, and they have, they have um, nerves in their teeth so they sense where your blood is so they know where to bite. That sounds like science fiction, man. Nope, it's actually true. Wow. And so we are looking at this panther and it starts to growl or purr. But at such a utter level that my chest shook like, like bass at a concert. And then all of a sudden I felt super uncomfortable and I looked up. And there was one standing right above us with on chain link fence. On. Looking down at us. On the fence. And you've got your house. So he's like, like, my daughter is away from us, but it is where the, and people love this when I get Mm, visuals. Just right there? Just right there. Just right there. Just right there. Oh, right there. Like five feet away, looking down, purring. Like, mmm. Mmm. Dinner. Tasty, what do you owe? And then, so then I start looking shit up, right? So I'm like, I gotta find. So we go, we see the lions. There's a couple of lions, we're hanging out. And across this dirt pathway are the gazelles. So you have the lions and the gazelles. And the gazelles look look nervous as fuck. They're just dancing around. That's like having Jason Dick on one side of a fence that has a bunch of chickens and chicken wing sauce on the other other side. side. However, it gets better. The fence is only like 20 feet high, and I Google how high can a lion jump? 34 feet high. <laughs> you fucked. Regis man and put him in a brioche bunny as a Popeye's chicken sandwich. Oh. And then right next to him, you got the cheetahs. 
Now the cheetahs, their fence is only 20 feet high, but it's angled. So the cheetahs have gotten out before, right? Because now they've decided to angle. Angle then, towards them? Angle towards them. Mm. So they try to jump, they get caught underneath. And then the final thing, and I'll, I'll let a third do it because I really am terrified of them. I fucking hate monkeys. Because monkeys do, one, if monkeys... They're fearless. They'll come up to you and they will rape you if, they'll, if, they're, if fearless. they're strong enough. So we walk over and there's a monkey with a huge dick mm. just swinging it in circles, just looking at us. Just going, <laughs> what do you think about this? And the other on oh, the side going, brilliant. I like the show. They're just mm. jerking it. Mm. Two are jerking it. One's swinging his big dick. My daughter's just like, what's going on? Is he dancing? I'm like, that's bad. We're going to get out of here. And my dad's just like, you know, monkeys are, I mean, they're sure, they're sexually aggressive, but they're nice. And I go, did you hear about the banana pudding story of Florida? The I, shit on the grandma? No, the guy that brought his, so he had a monkey. It, he, he oh, was giving well, it number so one, Number one, of course he's an idiot because he's yeah. in Florida. Number two. Don't fucking have a monkey as a pet. No, but they started giving it like Zoloft or Xanax to calm it down. Well, because they're not supposed to be living in someone's fucking house. But it was I still, hate people who are exotic pets. Don't even on, get me started. It gets better. Mm. You're going to love the ending. It gets mm. better. I hope you get a spacey. So, it was still biting. So, he did the responsible thing and he got all his teeth pulled out. fucking cunt? Sorry. <laughs> I'm not going to apologize for that. I'm don't English. apologize for that. He's a fucking cunt. So, you it's still... Are you fucking kidding me? He's still like breaking God, fingers. He's, he's still breaking fingers, biting. Cause of course he is. Because he's a fucking monkey. So the guy takes it to a refuge in Florida. He's like, listen, monkey, jerking off, throwing shit, biting, even with no teeth. Oh, who super knew aggressive. that would happen? So, it, so hold on. This is the kids. So a year later, it's the monkey's birthday, and he gets a banana cream pie, racist, and rolls into the monkey place and Wait, drops the, it off. Wait, the, the old owner the says, old owner oh, I want to visit my monkey because he'll definitely remember when I used to celebrate his fucking birthday. And jerk his teeth out and give him Xanax. Twat. So he drops off the Ugh. pie, <laughs> drops off the pie, and he's like, steps out of the cage. He's like, can't wait for So me. he takes the monkey, the pie. Yeah, he's like, he can't, 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 I can't wait. He's going to just eat this pie and look at me. He's like, bah, 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 the best. Bah. And like, I remember you, Daddy. Yeah, bah, Thanks, Daddy. Sorry, bah, I can't, sorry I can't chew any leaves that are hard anymore. Yeah, or, you, know, it, you know, bite my own fingernails because you took my teeth away. That's cool, Daddy. I still love you. Thanks for the dentures. Anyway, so what they don't banana cream pie? Super. Like yeah. a fucking monkey should be eating all that processed sugar. Don't get this tired. How many times so, have I said that today? So it gets better. So none of the monkeys come to get the pie. And now none he feels he feels jilted. Oh, of course. Why don't they love me? So he goes and he's like, I'm taking my pie and going home. And he oh, goes to so get the pie. Get that, you get in that cage and get that pie, you dumb motherfucking Floridian. <laughs> and they come down and his monkey and his friends. Who's the ring? He's like Caesar from the, the like, Planet of the Apes. Fuck him. Like Look no what teeth. He did to me. Yeah, let's get him. He so, gives good blowies now though. They swoop down and like monkeys, the monkeys in the Wizard of Oz. When monkeys fight, they do two things. They make sure that you can't eat and that you can't reproduce. So they make sure that you can't eat or reproduce. So yeah. they rip your dick off and try and bust your face off. And then they break and they bite your fingers off. So <gasps> they bit all his fingers off. Get they out. ripped his jaw off. They didn't break it, they ripped it off. And they ripped his dick off. That's what they would do with enemy monkeys yep. to say, or primates to say, hey, this is going to stop you. It might kill you in human case. Yeah. Probably not. So this cunt is living with no dick, no jaw, and no fingers. Yes. Please tell me he's still alive. Yes. There is a god. <laughs> there is a god who lives in Florida. Oh, man. You have, that, 
Alfie. That that is a good joke, baby boy. You know what? You were deformed. You were you were deformed. You used to be an English bulldog, and they made you like this, and you can't fucking people. Hey, man. Alfie. Here's the crazier thing. You used to be a wolf, bro. I know. You can share you the same DNA as a wolf. Oh, by the way, you do not share the same right breath. Now. You actually have good breath. He does I, have I good breath. I want to figure out how you I can get banjo good breath. My dog's food. Is that what you do? I make their food, and you know, as I get, they, I get banjo. I get a McDonald's you. every day. Yeah, no, I'm I joking. Will come over to your house and beat you and bite your dick and fingers off and rip your jaw out. That's such a great. It's like a, a good ultimate gangster move. Instead of like giving someone a fucking Chelsea smile or whatever I did not did in the Or you could you just like, walked away, right? Be like, well, fuck it. I'm leaving my pie and gone home. No, you twat. You asked for it. <laughs> you asked for it. But the, but the <laughs> like, like monkey justice. Monkey justice. That. It's like, really? You want to go out in the world? Good luck with no hands, no dick, and no face. Yeah. Oh. Have I told you about that lady rock and roll justice? One of my favorite rock and roll justices of all time. No. So I'm in Portland, Oregon, and I'm at um, I'm at this bar. God, it's on like Southwest Second. Dante's Inferno is the name of the bar. Sunday's Inferno. They've got crazy magicians, crazy um, all the um, adult. Uh, lady and male dancers nice. in Oregon. It's industry night there for them. Nice. So they get almost drink for free. Everything's at cost. So you go in, you got this I get this I meet this crazy magician. He's got a pot belly and he goes, think of a carb. A pot belly stomach or a pig? Pot belly okay, stomach. Good. Sorry. Right. And he's like, think of a carb. And I go, okay, I've thought of it. He's like, alright, um, write it on a napkin. So write it on a napkin and he eats the napkin. Wow. And then he opens up his shirt and he has a 52 cards tattooed across his stomach. Tattooed. And he starts rubbing his stomach and then an area starts to bleed and he pulls a card out from his flesh and it's the card that I picked that I wrote that he ate that he pulls that still has some blood. It looks like blood on him. He goes, here you go. And I'm like, oh, that's me. You know, it's, it's okay. So this, I just said there is a God and now I'm like, there I, is a devil. <laughs> there's a what for the sure fuck? devil. So then this that lady, this lady metal rock band comes out. And I mean, they are wearing metal bikinis. And this one gal's got a, one of these like saws, a little tiny blades. And she's going like a grinder saw. And she's hitting the crotch and the boobs of, her, of the, the girls that are singing and playing. And sparks are flying. Wait, she's got like an angle grinder. And it's like yeah, a... yeah, and she's got a metal and then metal. Oh, okay. So it's, it's not actual flesh. Yeah. But it's, okay. Sparks are that's, flying. That's very, like, visually, I imagine that's pretty It's cool. pretty intense. So there's all these guys running up front. And my buddy's like, hey, check this out. I'm like, ah, stay back here. I've got a weird feeling. I don't so want to get a spark in my eye. Yeah, also, I don't want to get a spark in my eye. I'm very sensitive. That's Mr. Miyagi. Yeah. What the shit? You don't know Mr. Miyagi's in this movie? Well, I've seen it, but look how straight Kevin Bacon is. I like how it's, I know, it's, it's, it's uncomfortably like, straight. It's uncomfortable. Like, when you, when I was a teenager, I went from having curly hair as a child to dead straight hair as a teenager. Who didn't get a razor cut in this, in this film? Everyone oh, got that everyone. razor blade cut. But then my hair went curly again You know my, that's not Mr. Miyagi, 20s. really, right? No, that's Mr. Miyagi. That's Am I being Mr. racist Miyagi. again? Yes, because I said too. that's no, that's no, the that's guy the guy from, from. Wait, wait, wait! No, don't tell me it's the guy from the fucking Gremlins movie. Yes, it is. There All you right. go. Okay, I saw the I original Gremlins. Him. All right, sorry. Getting back to your so tits this and girl comes out sparks. and she's got a the, the, the two ladies are next to her. She comes walking out. She's the lead singer. She goes, you guys want to see something? And everyone's like, ah! and the the sheet comes down that they're holding. And you see, and she's got great breasts. 
And she's like, you like these? And there's this one guy in front who's really excited. She goes, you want to see more? And, he, and dudes are going nuts in the crowd. And I was like, I, I just saw the, earlier, I saw parts of the show. I heard the lyrics. I don't recommend cheering for any of this. She grabs the guy by the hair. Now there's a sheet between them and she's mm. standing sideways. Oh God, I hope she has a dick. And she pulls you. him up uh. and the sheet drops and she has a black strap on on that is enormous. And this guy goes, she goes, he goes, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and as he goes, huh? She goes, is this how you treat girls? And starts face fucking him. Yes. He just pulled by his hair. Yes, queen. Grabbing, grabbing his hair. Yes, and just, oh, oh, and he's like, no, no. And then like, there's drool coming out. And she's oh, like, yeah, you like this those is, videos where this is rock and roll. This is rock and roll. And I'm just like, it's time for us to go. I mean, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm, I'm for sure uncomfortable with this whole scenario. Okay. I'm glad that that wasn't you. Yeah, well, of course. No. But I'm kind of glad that like some men got to experience what it's like to have your head pushed down onto a giant phallic object like that. Because I don't understand that part. So Maybe here's the thing I don't understand. I've never as- done it because, but I'm I'm the shy. Like I love right. I I believe there. So I'm the most. You put me in, if you put me in a bar and I don't know anyone. I'm the wallflower. I'm in the corner. I quietly order my drinks. I watch people. Mm-hmm. I watch a show. I don't want to talk with anyone. I just want to quietly sit in there. I love traveling to LA because if I'm not with my friends and I have to go to some meeting or do something afterwards, I can go to the hotel bar, sit by myself, have a couple cocktails, go to my room, relax. I'm done. I don't like, but that's also like my romantic life is where I'm not the outgoing. You're not the pursuer. I'm not. I'm not the aggressive yeah. pursuer. Yeah, I'm not yeah, like, yeah. hey, oh, you're kissing my neck. You meant my dick. Mm. You know, I'm not. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you. So just so you know, darling listeners, Heather uh, <laughs> Global darling. just did the, the head- open hand, palm down action from the ear to the crotch and I can't tell you how many times that happened to me as a teenager early 20s I don't understand like, the like, balls that like I would assume it's, that it's just you know you're, you the, think you're being innocent or whatever 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 it is and there is suddenly a hand on your head and that is so disturbing and it, I mean it's me too-ish it's rapey it's it, but, but but so many men guys think that that's in the beginning well maybe it's because guys don't know when they're that young in their teens early 20s but you are not only emotionally making me feel like you only like me if I'm gonna have sex with you but you're, you're physically pushing my head down to your cock I did not enjoy giving head until I was like late 20s I had sex at like 16, so like you ruining my sexual experience for 10, 15 years. Oh. And even to this day, if a guy fucking dares put his head down, his hand on my head, uh, it's like, it's fucking over, you've done it. Like you, <laughs> you have ruined everything. I, I love sucking dick. Like I, I mean, I don't know what it is. It definitely went from a, I do not, but is, it, but, is it, but is it a control thing for you or you do you decide? Because well, uh, it is it, your mouth. Yeah, it is. <laughs> right. And it is very intrusive. Like, you've yeah. never had this experience, I'm sure. Or maybe no, most no. straight men haven't had the experience of having your airways cut off. That's not, what it, like, I've had a deviated septum until about four years ago when the doctors of Restora Austin, 371-8817, not sponsored the show, <laughs> But if you want to, if you like these kind of septum. conversations, I, get at me. I had, I had trouble breathing from my nose. And so a lot of people do, though. Unless you've got allergies, there's cold yeah. you stick a dick in the mouth, 
can't fucking breathe. So there's legitimate fear there. There's also now, that forcing thing that makes you feel like it's rape. Can I can I ask you this? Yeah, and I, ask and me I mean anything. I mean to, to spin this in a, in a weird way, but are, have there have there been times where someone's like, hey, get down there, and it's the tiniest dick in the world, and you're like, you, wow, you, you shouldn't have pushed you, me down there. You <laughs> thank you. Have given you me took the, the best words right out of my mouth. <laughs> give me the best orgasm, then I would have that dick, and I'd be like, well, that wasn't very good, but I don't care because oh. I already came. Yeah, don't force a small dick on me. That's just embarrassing for you. Yeah. Don't force a small dick. Don't force a dick, dick on anywhere. anyone. I've, 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 anywhere. I've, You're I've right. always had, I've always anywhere. had this scenario in my brain. And, and my, my wife and I have conversations about this because she's just like, hey, you don't. And I was like, I don't because even though we're married, like my respect for sex comes from a way of, hey, one, sex is great. We have great chemistry. If we want to mix things up, I'm leaning at her to well, bring it wants, in. Yeah. To bring it in first. It's so much easier. It, because, it really is now. Because I don't have, I mean, not that she has a judgmental eye, but but it's well, I, I look thing. at it this way. It can, she has it can an experience, end the whole sex session if But also if she you hasn't experienced anything that I haven't experienced anything she has. So I haven't experienced whatever she's gone through, things we've talked about, haven't talked about, right? I haven't experienced any of those things. In fact, I've skipped through fucking life like a knucklehead who Gets laid because I'm a nice guy. You know, they, all these people are like, oh, because dude. Because you know Rihanna. Did you hear about that earlier? Like, <laughs> you met Rihanna. But, you, but everyone's like, oh, you know, you don't do this because, you know, girls like a guy who's kind of a dick or aloof. And I'm just like, you guys can think that. I, um, I, I, have a, I, I have two famous <clears throat> things that always got me laid. One was being funny and nice. And funny. Two, funny and nice will get And two was Everybody. sitting at the corner of a bar and paying the bartender and saying, I'm the only guy that wants to be served at this corner. And I'll give you a hundred bucks up front, keep my beers coming. And when, and when guys would come up, they'd try to crowd in, I'd just sit there, they wouldn't get served at all. A young lady would come up and I'd be like, oh, wow, um, I'm sorry. Policy. Wait, I'm looking at the bartender. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, listen, he got a hundred bucks out of it, so he doesn't care. And then I'd go, um, yeah, what, what, what's, what's your name? Oh, Deb, very nice to meet you. Do you need a cocktail? Hold on a second. Matt, do you mind? Can you get, you know, just put on my tab. It's fine. It's a crazy busy bar. Anyways, enjoy your cocktail. It's very nice to meet you. And then go away. So you're and not then predatory go away. or anything? Nope, not at all. I like that. And I'm out. Some people might say that's a little predatory, but I disagree. I think that is you, you're taking out a claim. And yep. you're also giving a space for women to feel comfortable. Well, listen, she can order. I'll pay for the drink. She could leave with her. She could leave. It doesn't matter to me. We were at the, um, I was at a, uh, a celebrity uh, professional athletes tournament. For ping pong. Oh, with Rihanna. Mm-mm. Who? Uh, Clayton Kershaw and some other some other nice people. Is that a baseball player? He's a baseball, one of the best pitchers hey, in the hey, world. I knew that. Come on, come here. Yeah, like that. Thank so you. we're hanging out, and I looked at this guy, and I, I we're we're in line, and I'm next, and he's behind me, and I said, I'm gonna do something that's gonna piss you off, and you're not gonna say a fucking word. He because goes, you'll use this another day at home. And I and I will. Hi, how are you? And then, uh, and so, so, and so he looks at me and he goes, what? And I said, this is really fucking rude. Ladies first. And there was a line down the way. And all, I brought all, I brought 20 ladies up. And he's like, oh, I'm an alcoholic. I need a beverage. <laughs> and this guy looked at me and he was just like, you're right. You're a dick and I'm not going to say a thing. This is amazing. That also got me a two hour conversation with one of my sports heroes of all time. Because he just, oh, you're about to be signed out? 
No, we're not. Uh, no, we're not. Actually, I might need to take a break in a second just because I need to pee. Is if you need to pee, we can we can do a hard pause. I'll just keep talking. I'll just no, keep telling the story. No, no, no. I, I want to be here for it. So Robert no, Roy, Robert Roy, Big Shot Bob, right. and I hung out for two hours and chatted. Then afterwards, shout out Robert Roy. He was the nicest guy in the world who hasn't aged a day. He had one gray hair, and he's two years older than me. Looking at my face, I go. And we're back. So we had a technical difficulty. Conversation might have got cut off yeah, in a little weird spot. Me. But Kevin Bacon, Reuben McIntyre, I never Fred knew Reba was in this film, but I think you know I was Ed. so young and living in England, I didn't know who Reba was. I was like, who, who is this ginger woman who cannot act? Ginger woman cannot act. She can sing her face off. She can't act. Right. But hold on, as we were waiting for the, uh, so as we were waiting for the uh, the computer to restart, we had a weird restart issue and all that jazz. Wait one of the things that we were talking about, we're having fun chatting away. You guys missed out on a lot. A so lot. I just want to say insider information. You're not going to get it. I'm not going to know. But um, one of the things you were saying, and I, and I want you to elaborate on this, and let's talk yeah. about this really quick. French Bulldog is a breed. Right. Basset Hound is an idiot. I mean a breed. Uh, I have idiot both. Breed for both. <laughs> yep. Idiot owner, idiot breed. Yep. We get along great. Right. He's just an old bitch who barks at people as they walk yes. by. I walk by and say, "Get off my lawn." We're the same okay, person. No, no. He drinks. He if I spill any sort of beer, banjo runs down, licks up any drop of it, and then sneezes incessantly. Just you, he's father. like. Argh. Oh, he probably has a, a weed allergy. He has a little bit of a weed allergy, oh but he gosh. loves beer. He'll knock your beer over and then he'll cry at you, and then he'll lick it up as fast as he can to show you how much he cares. He's a Bless great him. dog. Bless him. Bless him. And then sneeze is crazy. But um, in this, one of the things you were saying, and I... And I and off air. Off air, but uh, let's let's talk about it. Pitbull's not a breed. Pitbull now, what do you mean by that? Pitbull's not a breed. People are like, now you're getting into the inside conversation that you guys want. We're breaking the wall. You're welcome. Send your money. Get at us. Get Honestly, at, us. at me, at Deb O'Keefe. You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, just at Deb O'Keefe. D-E-B-O-K-E-E-F-E. Oh, and by the way, uh, real quick, colorblind uh, design. Uh, those pictures will go up later for Deb's gift, but there's a special place oh, yeah. that it's going. So we, we got we got to hold now. off. We got to hold off. We can't. I can't do it now. You can do it now, but I... No, but I mean, it's, it's oh. special for you. So yes. listen, oh. it'll come out later. Don't you actually, worry. Actually, actually... Uh, so we the got people Christmas that don't know, Colorblind uh, has created this amazing, very individual gift. I think we might need to. Yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah, one more. So, Producer Matt, can we do one more? Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I like how he goes, absolutely. He's like, I fucking God know. Damn. That you guys are unbearable. Um, yeah, this gift idea that you told me about, oh my God, I can't wait. You have to share. Maybe we'll do another one before Christmas. We'll do another one before Christmas. 100%. I'd love that. All right, let's do that. Um, but yeah, we were talking about dogs. Uh, my old dog, my ex-dog, my, the love of my life, Blue Boy. Shout out to Sherwin for the beautiful painting he did for you. Oh my God. Which so I see in the background in a lot of. I leave it it's in, in studio. studio. Like I want to put it up at my house, but I feel like it gets way more rep. And when we have. Let's <laughs> oh, get rep. It gets rep, and Sherwin's name is all over it because he's a, a magician. Oh, thank you, darling, for my beverage. But we had in studio this last few weeks. We had some different celebrities and different people. Uh, Shout out Doug Miller, Fart Doug Safari Miller. Three. Who well, I've been on his podcast. It's okay, Doug. Don't come on mine. Fuck yourself. It's fun. <laughs> I 
love You're shooting Doug. a special. It's good. I, I love so Doug. So Doug, the, the, I love Doug. His comedy is hilarious. And when he, anytime he comes on our show, he's fucking hammered from the night before. Oh, yes. And I can't, I can't be upset about that because number one, I work in morning radio. So anytime we have people come in there and they're fun and having, you know, jovial nights out the night before, you're fucked up. Okay, I get it. I frequently too am in that way and I have to, you know, do my own show. But he's always fucked and it's so hilarious. But he <laughs> is a dog lover. Yes, he and is. And he loved my dog Blue so much. He just, like I've got pictures of him laying down on Blue Boy's bed from Costco that my friend bought me years ago for Blue Boy in studio. And Blue Boy, even when he was up until only having three legs, I would bring Blue Boy to work, and so Blue Boy was my heart. And now I have this silly little 18 pound dog. I do actually have a 57 pound pit bull at home also. Long story, rescue, some fucker left her chained up in an abandoned building for a year. Oh. And it was only from the love and compassion of the neighbors that they would throw her kibble because they couldn't get near her. I stole her this spring took Alfie to help me, and that's another story. We can talk about that another day. Um, but yeah, we have celebrities come in all the time and they fall in love with, I always have an animal at work, I'm kind of obsessed. Also, I have anxiety and depression and PTSD, so it's really great for me to have animals. But um, this is my first time, <clears throat> actually, so I guess I have Brady, that's awful, I don't think of her, but she is a pit bull type dog. Sure. So Pitbull uh, is all lowercase. P-I-T, separate, separate word, B-U-L-L. Pitbull is type. It's like human. So um, the way that breed has come about and in the Americas and the United States of America especially is very hard to try and um, either uh, like type your dog when it comes to a pit bull type dog, because, okay. um, and there are companies and uh, places of living, apartment complexes, condos, housing associations, um, amazing like big spread out communities that are gated and whatever, and they have they have BSL, which stands for breed specific legis legislation. And that is basically apartheid. That is basically racism. Um, towards certain types of dogs, and the fact that they have BSL two pitbulls, it's it's ironic because it doesn't make sense. It's, well, it doesn't make sense because it, it's not the dog, but also it's not the dog; it's the owner. Well, it let's is, be honest: Chihuahuas bite more people than any other breed of dog. They do. Little I dogs. Forget, it might not be Chihuahuas. I think it's Chows. Is it actually chows? because I'm very like as the last time I looked because I I have always had. Since I've had a dog, 13 years since I was a homeowner, I've had dogs and I've had pit bull type dogs. And um, the first one was by accident. He was eating a meal on the two houses up uh, um, building site that was to be the new house. And the, the workers that worked there would like chuck their leftover food out. So we would get a lot of stray animals over there. And I happened to see this dog and I was like, what the fuck, you're filthy, you're skinny. Went to my house, didn't have a dog, I'd always had cats because I lived in apartments, got a can of cat food, walked up, 
teased him all the way down to my house. <laughs> let him like eat this. all. You're like this yeah, place. baby, come eat all the, the the cat food you want. I knew he was a pit type dog. And then I gave him a bath, and the next day I took him to a local vet and had him scanned, and he didn't have a chip. So I said, well, ha-ha, motherfuckers, you're mine. Nice. Six months after that, I opened my front door to have a glass of wine on my front porch with my then-boyfriend, and Buster, the dog that I had found six months before that, ran out into my street. He'd seen a squirrel or something and got hit by a car who oh. drove off. Found him 20, 30 minutes later outside my garage, took him to the vet, and he died in my arms didn't, away. Uh, didn't, didn't make it. So, horrible, horrible, But, but horrible. Isn't, isn't it more the truth, though, that it's not, and I guess I say this because I want I want people to know, I think it's very, Alfie could be an asshole. Alfie if, is an asshole to but his he, but, I mean, but he could be an He's asshole. Fucking dick. Thing is, but Alfie he, but he could at be an 18 asshole. pounds is an asshole and can be a fucking asshole to anybody, yeah. but he can only do 18 pounds worth of damage. And that's why uh, I'm going to get off the Buster thing, I'm going to get off the Alfie thing, I'll go back to the Blue thing. When Blue was gifted to me by a friend of a friend, uh, I knew he was a Pitbull type dog. And uh, he, god damn that man is a handsome man. Fred Ward, sorry I just looked back Fred at his Ward is, He's good looking. Yeah, Fred Ward. Look at him. Like if Look you were, if you were one of these single women that was trapped on top of the motel, like he's got braces. Is Kevin Bacon got braces on? No, I don't know. No, what he's, no but well, he's got either that or bad teeth. On. But Fred Ward. Fred Ward. Down. Fred Ward. Google Fred Ward right now. He is John Barenthal's father from another. Look mother. at him. He wears that blue Ooh. denim shirt like a fucking rock star. So those guys that wear those pearl snap shirts. That wear them, that can I, wear them. I will like get, I can't wear them. I will, he can wear them. No, you could wear it. Any man can <laughs> I'm wear too it. soft. I will. He's I will not get soft. Back you can see his back muscles. I'll that. get back to my pit bull type situation, Please. dog, in a second. But when you're a lady and you see a man, Jason, I need you to come closer to sure. me. I uncrossed Jason's legs. I made him come closer. When you're a lady and you see a man and you think he's kind of attractive, and maybe he's sitting in the corner just like Jason Jepson. Could be. But the shirt that says Head drinks well with others. Mm. <laughs> Cocktails. I'd, I'd walk away. But listen, <laughs> you see him and you like him, you stick your left point finger in your mouth and you go. Whoa. Only down to the second knuckle. Only down And then you take the finger, you put it in that little hole, the clavicle hole, and uh -huh. you go. Right down the chute? You fucking undo all those power snaps. Those pearl snaps will unbutton like Guaranteed. That. Fuck time. Mm. That's guaranteed. I don't even think you have to go that far. I think you just walk up and be like, and hi. Lick the finger. And lick the finger. Oh. The guy's like, I'm pretty sure I can give you a magical moment. All right, let's go back to Pitbull type dogs. Let's go back to Pitbull and then I got one more thing so we have I would like, I would like people to say, to stop saying Pitbulls because that isn't a breed and I know it's very hard for a lot of people to understand and that's honestly very similar to us talking about um, Many of the things to talk about today. Sure. We talked about like like this is shouldn't be talked about in such broader way and such. But pip, that pitbull is not a breed. French bulldog is a breed. English spring spaniel is a breed. Uh, but by the way, and you said this off air, I think, when we were just kissing and cuddling with Alfie. Alfie used to be a wolf. Yeah. And somehow, <laughs> <We> my <laughs> God, 
By the way, he still thinks he's a fucking wolf. From that fact, like yes, he used to be a wolf. He's eighteen pounds of dumb shit, loving sweetness, attacking my fifty-seven pound pit bull type dog because she and I are playing tug of war. I have to hold him back because he goes. And his lips shake and he's a <laughs> he's a fucking asshole. But listen, they're all bred down from a certain dog. However, and I read this about these little Frenchies. From the English bulldog, it was clearly bred down from, you know, wolves hundreds and hundreds of years. They made these, they found smaller dogs and they said, we like these. And these lace making people, literally people who made lace from the northern England, moved to France. And uh, because the business somehow moved to France in the 1800s, it's called lingerie. It's fine. Oh right, the <laughs> lace people lingerie. <laughs> and they made these little bulldogs, miniatures of English bulldogs. They called French bulldogs. So they were invented in England, but now they're called French bulldogs. But listen, they're all an abomination. They have horrible difficulties in breathing and walking and if you get one that's inbred from like some backstreet breeder or some 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 storefront breeder they're terrible but let's go back to pitbulls that is not a breed you can say I would it be better to call them mutts and i, I, I yeah because I, I don't think mutts yes. is a disrespectful term no, they are mixed dogs like pitbulls are uh pit pitbulls as you want to say it lowercase on the p and the b they're a mixed breed dog. They're Staffordshire Terriers. They're English Terriers. They're English Bull Terriers. They're Bull Terriers. There are all of these things, and they are. There is an umbrella term called Pitbull, and there are there are significant breed legislative, as I like to say, from allergy racialisms that come from having that type of dog. Sure. And it doesn't mean. They're mean or nasty. Yes, the trouble is, like your friend person you told me you knew took the um, took the teeth out of his monkey. Guess what? His monkey still fucked someone up. Fucked him up. Right. So that that monkey still have its strength. And you can say a lot of people think that pit bull type dogs or pit bulls, as people call them, have locking jaws. They don't. They're just fucking strong. And so the best thing yeah, you can do... Yeah, as well as really strong jaws. People. In yeah. fact, we have a stronger bite than a great white shark. We just don't have shark teeth. Ooh. Hot. Watch your so toes you, I'm dropping them. So listen to me. You say it's not the dog, it's the owner. Here's the thing. It's the dog and it's the owner. So let's say you rescue a dog from a fighting situation. Sure, handsome James. Right. Blue. But you, but you say, yes, but you say this dog is good to go out and hang out with all the other dogs. Well, let's look at your dog and yeah. let's look at what his um, deficiencies are. And I hate to say the word deficiency, but like with me, and we talked about this earlier off air, you and I, Jason, are not good at crowds. Oh no, I was, so I'm, gonna, I'm gonna bring this up because I wanna talk crowds, to you about this. We're gonna act weird, right? Yeah. We are gonna, we're gonna be anxious, we're gonna have, um, uh, like maybe some like palpitations, but if people come at us, there is a, and this has happened to me, and I've had to work with the Austin PD about this for a, a situation where I was having a situation where I was feeling way out of my control and way out of my comfort zone, and something happened, and I reacted in a way that I would never have in any other time. But I was put in a situation 
where I was uncomfortable and I felt threatened and I felt attacked. And I acted a certain way that I would never act in any other way. Sure. And so to call a pit bull dog, type dog, a dangerous breed, you have to look Bullshit. at everyone. I'm a human. Would you call us dangerous? No. But I reacted badly in a situation because I felt like I was attacked and I sort of had to protect myself. And so many of these dogs. What do you, what do you, now on, on the personal side and on this, and, and I'll, 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 you know, I'll, I'll jump into this fray as well, right? Which is, we don't, we're not big fans of crowds. Mm. Like even, so Jason Dick's party, where we, last time we saw each other, we had this Halloween we party. We stood in that same corner of the kitchen. Oh, no, yeah, exactly. Night. That's right. I got pulled away by some tall lady because she wanted to talk to me about something. I had, I was on 100 milligrams of edibles. I lost my hat. I thought I lost Wait, it. was it you that gave my boyfriend edibles? Yep. He took them the other night without telling me. And then, <laughs> an hour later. They were so he's strong. He's just like standing. They're so strong. He's just standing in the living room and he goes, hey, I'm like, are you okay? He goes, nope. Head <laughs> of global. And I was like, whoa. Good for you, buddy. Like, he was fucked up, but it was good. Like, so that shit is no, 20. No, good those for are, you. Those are 25. I think you guys so the be average, like, the average person takes. Out. The average person takes five. Ooh. I take 50 to go to sleep because the ringing in my ears and just the neurosis in my brain doesn't well, shut and off. think about an 11-year veteran who has seen yeah. multiple tours of duty. seen shit that... And you gave him stuff and he was like, that's cool. That's cool. That's I'll, cool. I will happily give him Thank more, you. too. Oh, well, no, don't okay. give him. Just give him your hookup so he can... Oh, I've got a, a, a state that has it legalized and I fly back with hundreds of dollars worth of it. That this is just and my and my brother no, my brother's an executive at a, at a at a at a weed place I won't name it he's an executive there and so then I get free samples what I gave your man it was lovely thank you because like yeah. for me it's not for me but I, you get but, I you, but wish, also but you get to turn your brain on the yes, thing is like and he needs that when you've seen fucked up shit and I haven't been to a war so I'm not trying to put myself in in the same boat in any way shape or form of any veteran and what they've done. But when you when you've experienced or had a, had a rough world or experienced life and and um, you and don't things, have to go to war and things to have, have been rough, things, you know, but um, yeah, to be able to turn your brain off even for a moment to that's enjoy right, and Jason. have a moment, that's the thing where oh, I look I look back I look back and I and I look at people and I'm like, here's the fun thing that I think we forget. And this is going to go back into the crowds, and everything else. In, in the busyness and the craziness and the things that we do and the fun that we have and the social interaction on a personal level that, we, that we're privileged to have with other people and all the things that happen, with everything else that's going on and, and the, the calls, the industry calls for you and the work calls for me and come talk in front of these 250 people, come over here and do this. No, you're, you, you talk to me all the time, you're so... Uh, uh, people forget a couple of things. They forget the weight that doesn't happen when it when it's there, but the weight of afterwards. Like I said, I don't like it. Yeah, but you're so good. You talk so well. You got the microphone. Who can't listen? Just forget about the people. Just do it, and you you run through it and you do it. But afterwards, you gotta go somewhere. And I don't know about you, but afterwards, I am Letterman esque, not in his talents and his qualities, but in his in his self-deprecation and going through every moment of every speech, of every word I said, of every moment being in front on the microphone. 
reliving it of how I could have done it 10 ways different, where it would it, I mean, all of a sudden I'm sitting in the matrix and I'm just sitting there pointing out everything, everything I could have done better, everything. How did I wipe the sweat off my brow because I was nervous? Oh, I don't wear a pink shirt or a blue shirt because that'll show my sweat. So I wear a black shirt because I'm so nervous that I've sweated through pants and through a shirt and I have a jacket on underneath that I have oh to God. take it to the cleaner you the are, next day because, because, it, because of yeah. pit stains that just sure. come through it. And in all of that, everyone's like, you're amazing. You did great. You should do this again. And I was like, this is a personal hell. The reason I do this, do keep doing this? the reason I do this Tell is because I get to do this. I get to have a conversation with you and I get to share things where there's not people around. Like a live one, I'm not the same person. Jason Dick and I did a live one together. He got stripped down to his underwear and got spanked. I think actually, I think it was bare bottom. Oh my God. What? Like there was there was a, there, a girl brought in this sex toys. It's a dirty bill. She brought in sex toys and started spanking him and doing all sorts of stuff to him. And he loved every minute of it. Did he? Oh, he loved it. He was like, "Spank me more. Let's do this." But in all of this, I, I bring all that because I would. I'm interested on on your insights of of after a moment. Like there's pre moment nerves. There's during moment whether it's crowds. And then there's the, and the post moment brings me the greatest weight. And I say all that because then in that post moment and everything that we do in that post moment, right, I get the opportunity to where then I'm hanging out and I also, I have an edible or two or three or a hundred milligrams. And you're like, oh, you're just, you're, you're too, I'm like, you don't know how my mind races. And my options are 20 beers or a couple of edibles and getting closer to 50 and knowing even though I <laughs> knock on wood don't get hangovers I know what this does to my body yeah I know how I love the social lubricant of it when it comes to these conversations and because it's illegal to just sit here and smoke weed or eat edibles and mm -hmm. do this our producer Nick would tell you it's, it's legal it's legal it's not it, 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 they're not hunting people down for it, but I would, you know, I'm just like, this is the socially acceptable way we get to do this and, and unlock and, and be a little more vulnerable to one another. I am not going to interrupt you, but I'm going to say, get back at me at this point in a minute when you're done with this point, because I have a thing. So, I, I mean, I, I bring it all up to, to bring up your thing. I mean, like, in everything you've gone through and in the place where you're at, where you can't go anywhere without somebody knowing who you are, hearing your voice, and then knowing who you are. I mean, one of my dear friends, Mike Erie, who, he wrote this beautiful book, Jesus of Suburbia, and how we've, we've made Jesus into this Mr. Rogers, and he's not. And it's not about religion. That's It's not a take on religion, it's a take on, there's a guy who did a fiery thing, and then people tried to dumb him down so everyone could like him. It's like he wasn't the guy for everyone to like. Right. But Mike tells this famous story where he's hanging out. And he's just hanging out, and this way he's having a shitty day, and he's got a kid with special needs, he's got a couple other kids, he's got his wife. Man, they've been out, it's a fucking awful day. But he's super nice to the waitress, gives her a nice tip, and the waitress goes, hey, you know, I go to Rock Harbor, so it's such an honor to wait on you. And that's this church, that former church he was at. And he had no idea, He's like, thank God I was nice. But he always has to be, I mean, I bring that because he always has to be on, because he doesn't know. In a, in a, in a church that does four services a day, to be on you're on. Time, and that's 
So that's super hard. And now I turn it to you because no one knows who the fuck I am, and I love it. And the places where they do know who I am, I walk in because I get free shit, I get premier seating, I get all these things, and I get to show off I to my friends. That. And I get to show off to my friends, right? So Vanessa Marcel, actress. I'm like, come to this restaurant with me. And we walk in, and she's like, she's this smoking hot little Hispanic actor. She's got her, she's got her she's motorcycle gorgeous. cop boyfriend. She's gorgeous. Uh. She's got her son cast. He's a handsome devil. We walk in. They look at them. They see me, and they go, Mr. Jepson, it's so good to see you. Get over here. We've got a private table for you. The owner, the chef, come out. They're like, bringing you something special. Don't touch the menus. And there's not going to be a check tonight. And I'm just like, hey, Vanessa. Bam, 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 kick open the doors. No one knows the fuck I am. I don't have to deal with the stress and the notoriety of any of these things. And now I turn it to you. Oh. Wow. <laughs> so, because, and only because um, I want, I, I, in, in, uh, what I would like to preface in, in your answer, not that you have to say the answer this way, but what, what I guess what I'm bringing all this up is because I think there's a legitimate struggle here I want you to talk about. And then, B, I want you to talk about some ways you're o- overcoming it. And then, and then see for everyone else out there, everyone else who is, who's a little bit lost and, and wondering, and that maybe they can't get out of bed today for a class because that makes them nervous because they might have to speak in front of someone or, or from the biggest to the smallest, I think the answer is still the same. I don't think there's, I don't think there's an intermediary, an intermediary place to this answer. I think it is about the person but I think a person going through it, giving those insights, can allow the other person listening to find a home, to find their own answer. Right. Does that make sense? Yes. Exactly. That's really long-winded. It's like four fine. minutes. <laughs> and like also, fine. so take a breath. Yeah. Yeah. Take a breath. Take I'm gonna a drink sip. now. Take a Deb's sip. gonna take over the podcast. No. She doesn't talk enough from oh, 4 a.m. until talk. 10 a.m. No, Alfie just ran up. Um, I say, if you want to do a podcast or uh, a YouTube channel on your makeup or your reviews of chairs or uh, you are somehow stylizing metal fabrication, whatever it is, I say, your skill is fantastic and there are there is an audience for everything. and. If you can add some personality to that, that's that's absolutely fantastic. And if you're you and I, and you're doing a podcast, um, I already have a radio show, and I'm doing this because I love you, and I think you're fucking amazing human. Well, you're human. the best. Thank you. Get out. I'm not the best. Your wife and daughter are the best. That's true. Okay. <laughs> that's true, especially that, especially that little tiny thing we created. Oh, that little gorgeous girl. I still, well, I still have a Chris, your Christmas card that you sent me. Oh, you me. do? Yes. Duh. I know this lovely man sent me the family Christmas card and it's his beautiful daughter and she sits right behind me at work. And um, I believe- And then you get the videos, they're like, I hope Deb wins. Oh, when you te- text me more. Because I have friends that send me videos of their kids listening and I'm always a bit like, oh shit, sorry. My first reaction is, oh shit, sorry. And then you listen, that's great. But, but, if you, I don't know, like if you want to do this, number one, try and have a bit of a firm, steelish backbone because your mom is going to tell you you're great. Your girlfriend slash wife slash husband slash partner is going to tell you you're great. 
have an angle and have a fun time with it. And you know what? If you have a good job, Jason, sir, you have a great job. You do not need this. This is a passion project for you. So 100%. I, so what I say to you is let this be a fucking passion project. And if you can help somebody, if you, if there is a way, like the, th the, the million things you just said can really reach somebody, have a, have a thing, have a saying, have a, um, a little YouTube channel that you do just for you. Maybe don't expect that it's going to send you through to YouTube stardom. I would say, and I will actually, I will tell you, and I haven't done it, but I'm just in the world. I've been in radio for 15, 20 years. Be you. If you want to, if you want to make money from being popular on the internet, you might find yourself being really, really unhappy. But if you have a lovely message that cuts through to the world through the internet, that's very, very different. I would say if you are a person suffering from um, dissing, you've been dissed for whatever reason, you're gay, you're not gay enough, you're straight, you're straight but you're not straight white man, you're a lesbian but you're not like super gay, like whatever it is, if you want to start a, a YouTube site, start it. Have your voice heard. And if you don't want to, you don't have to. How do you ignore the haters? Oh, God. Because um, I've, I've seen you ignore I, like I, I only see on the social media side, right? I've seen it only a couple of times. Oh, where someone's, loads, but, but I've only seen yeah. it a couple of times where someone's really poked Mama Bear. And I've read it. And I know it's your post. So I'm excited to hear your response. But at the same time, because I know you, and you, know, you and Jason and Nick are, and we don't we don't always hang. I hang out with, of course, Jason a lot more. I very I don't see Nick that much. But all three of you. Oh, get it, Alfie! Alfie, attack! Get it, get it, Sorry, guy came through with wheels. Guy came through with wheels. This 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 uh this pocket the tremors hashtag wheels getting you places. But um, I look at it and I'm like, well, I mean, I've had the privilege to get to, to know all of you. And the one thing that, um, that I'm always blown away with is, I mean, some, some, you reserve your pullback. And then when you do, when someone finally pokes you a well, little too hard. I go mad hard, sometimes. I go mad. And sometimes I get mad at myself for going mad, and then sometimes I get mad at myself that I didn't go mad. But uh, you might not know this, and Jason Dick, if you're listening, you're probably not, but tune out right now. I got my start in radio on a show called The JB and Sandy Show. Yep. And uh, they were amazing, and they plucked me from thousands of people. That was this before or after Granite Says? Before and during. Okay. See, look how much I know about it. Ah, come on. Guys, a slung rock. A <laughs> slung rock. A slung rock. She so, slung rock and she likes salty nuts in her mouth. This oh is God. how the world works, kids. Right, we gotta go get lunch after this. <laughs> we can go get lunch. I'm not lunch anywhere. Acid reflux. Anyway, 
I worked with Jamie Hager and Sandy McElroy. And um, JB one day, I got, uh, maybe it wasn't one day, but it was just, I think it was his thing. And he was so, he's so zen. JB is still so zen. I got some weird hate mail and it was right at the beginning of email. Like you didn't even know kind of what to do. Like what did I do with this email? This email thing? It's like 2003, like. I remember the Katie Kirk one, she's like, what's email? Yeah. And AOL is for sure sponsored. Like, I'm like, you yeah. got mail. I didn't know that much, but I would get these awful emails of some people saying you should fucking kill yourself and whatever. Jesus. And um, it was brilliant. JB Hager would say to me, and Sandy McElroy, like JB and Sandy, uh, like they hurt me so bad in radio, just the way I got fired, but they actually inspired me and gave me so much um without them knowing because they didn't really they their job was not to teach me anything i went to other radio parts and they taught me i begged to learn about radio and i was just an idiot i showed up on their front door and jb and sandy were like well we're not going to teach we're not your managers like fucking make it work and i love that i love that about them like i was made to try and fucking make it happen um, but one day, JB, I got this awful email, and JB said, just send them an email back and say, please include pictures of both boat and trailer. And that is not even funny to you guys, but like, it's that kind of funny to me. was fucking funny as shit. Fucking right funny as shit. It's like, are you buying the boat or are you buying the trailer? Like, yeah. I gotta pull a boat from the, like, it. It was the fucking funniest thing, and that got me through. That got me through the hatred. I I would send that, and then they would go like, "What?" And I would go, uh, "I'm just trying to diffuse the situation." And they would go, "Sorry." But how hate. much? But how much are those people just trying to get your attention? Which I don't understand. Well, it's I mean, I have, I have friends who are in stand-up comedy. Um, well, and they're they're very accomplished people. They're very accomplished. Doug Mellard. Probably maybe your friend first. Mm-hmm. Beautiful dog, uh, Jesse May Pelusa. But uh, you, you see these people and uh, Jenny Johnson. Jenny, high five. Do you best. know her? Yes. She's my friend. <laughs> so listen. <laughs> oh my God! I'll fight she's, you But I'll you. tell you what. She will. And she's a she will, But I'll she, tell you, she's. But she can diffuse or ignite a situation oh my God, with a, a she, sentence. She's a wordsmith ninja. She is a wordsmith. And you know that she is from the Houston area. Yep. She did her college internship at Fox 7 with Dennis De La Pena. Dennis De La Pena, who I've invited on the show, who's told me that he can't. Oh, God, God, dude. Dennis is um, like, well, there's certain restrictions. Like, I had, the, the, I had Lauren on here. Petrowski. Yeah. My and she was bitch. like, oh, oh you wait, know why man, none man, of us can actually, when we're on Fox, do your podcast. It's a special arrangement with 101X. Like they can't do what? Yeah, she was telling me she about. She fucking lied to you. Did she lie to me? Yes. You know producer Matt you? was right here. You didn't have a thing. <laughs> and and hold on. And oh then and producer Matt's telling me goes. He's like, she's no. so nice, but you can tell. But you can tell. Like she's no, like, shouldn't have done this. She didn't want to have a thing. To she's do like, also, she's like, didn't want to do this podcast. Like her husband did it, and then she did it, Justin? and she was. Oh yeah, Justin did it, and he loved it. He was going in for a root canal like an hour later, and I was getting him boozy, and we were having fun, 
And then she comes in, and God bless her, she did a great job, but she was so reserved on some of my comments. And you know me, I'm a, as soon as I see her a little reserved, I start well, digging. you say I know you, but like anything you can say to me, I will like cunt you by 10. Yeah. And Lauren, <laughs> Lauren and, and Justin are like, what? Yes, they are very, Justin yeah, and I got a little boozy. Nice so, and they're very nice people, I got yeah, a little they're boozy. Like, they're like two drinks and they're out. Yes. And she was just like, eh, get all the water. She did not know what to expect. It was hilarious. She was, so we're not watching the movie? Like the movie's not... By the way, our movie <laughs> right. is completely finished. We have barely touched on it. And we, you know what? And the point is, <laughs> I know people get a little frustrated sometimes because you want like do a they, movie review. Do you listen? Uh, do, do people... No. Sorry. Okay. Wait. I get emails. I get DQA. Emails. DQA. You know what that sure. stands for? Yeah, yeah. Dumb question MC. I use Dumb it all the time. Dumb And I give you guys credit every time I use it. Do people listen to a podcast? We do 300 downloads a day. That's fucking good. <laughs> Hold on. That's, I think that's fucking good. Well, for this, it's I mean, it, like, <laughs> I mean, it's really. This hilarious. is like the, you are not trying to make a living. You are fucking living a life where you have a job. Like you literally have a job. You just told me off air. <laughs> Sorry. No, go ahead. Facts. You were hanging out with Rihanna a few days ago. Fuck yeah. you, dude. <laughs> Fuck you. I just, I'm like, I am, I am peasant stalking cheap window companies because my house needs new windows. You know what I want to do? I want to live in a mansion. But the trouble is, I live in Hyde Park. I love Hyde Park. I don't live in Hyde Park, actually. Sorry, I've got to release this. Hyde Park adjacent. I live in Hyde Park adjacent. I live one street off from Hyde Park. I've done so, I've done like $150,000 worth of improvements on my house. Does anyone want to buy it after me? Probably not. It's weird. Like, but I would love to have a big house. Also, my boyfriend, my current boyfriend. Why don't you sell your house and come down to Circle C? Come down to my neighborhood. Oh, God. Come down to my neighborhood. Listen, my boyfriend is like. Your boyfriend would love it. 0.7 miles away from you. He isn't, but he lives in North San Antonio. His house is fucking huge. He's got like a three car garage. Like a two hundred and seventy thousand million. Uh, no, like I don't want to live in the burbs. I want to live in town. We live in town. I feel like I am. I, I am six miles away from downtown. You are not in town. Listen, the more the more everything expands, the closer I get to downtown. And let me tell you this: we do great things. One of these days, Swing I'm, I'm going to pay. I'm going to pay for you, your tubs. Uber. And I'm gonna do um because we do the we oh. do the charity drive we do the Oktoberfest every September you know, you know what we did yeah. for, at my house and I cook food for everybody free booze vegetarian free food. food I'll make you vegetarian food but we do we do it for everybody and here's the best part what in my little shitty neighborhood in my little suburbia vale that's not Circle C it's Circle C adjacent right yeah okay guess we raised enough money for nine thousand meals. For whom? For the Austin Central Texas Food Bank. Oh, that's nice. That is nice that you did free that. Free booze, free food. But are Come you going to pay for my Uber to get down there? I will. It's going like $57. I'll, I'll pay for it any can day I of the week and twice on Tuesday. Room? Of course you can. You know what's nice about being friends with people that live in the burbs? They have like we have a eight spare, spare rooms. No, they're like eight spare rooms. Yeah. I've got one and it barely is a spare room, but I've got three sofas. So I'm like, yeah. Yeah. I can get your shit. I mean, you just. You gotta put a, a, a comforter down because I don't want any head juice on my yeah, no, yeah, couch. No. Don't want you to sweat oh, in the middle of the night. But, it, but we do oh. it because 
But that's the beautiful thing about suburbia that, that's hard to do in other places, that I get to look at my neighbors, my neighbor Trey and I look at each other and we go, isn't it fun? Like, our, basically what happened Wait, was... Wait, when you're our, fucking each other's wives? Because that's uh, what I picture. That's like, Steiner Ranch. That's Steiner Ranch. Really? We don't have hot tubs. No one has hot tubs oh, in my neighborhood. No, that's Lake Wave. That's Lake Wave. Yeah. But what we did is we're hanging out, and both times our wives come out and they're like, what should we have for dinner? Oh, whose dick do I want to tonight? It's like, oh, what should we have? Do I want my husband, my boyfriend, oh, or my neighbor? Or my neighbor, or the long guy. But you go, <gasps> everyone goes, hey, what happened? We, what should we want for dinner tonight? And I said, isn't it fun that we get to just pick? And there's fucking people starving. It's really actually Wait, what does that mean we get to pick? Well, it's like, what do you want for dinner? Well, maybe I want Euro, maybe I want Chinese. Hey, honey, will you make ribs? Hey, will you do this? Blah, blah. And so the wives are coming to us saying, as we're Wait, sitting out drinking. Wait, are you making all these foods? Or are you yeah, driving we make it. to the no, nearest? No, 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 I don't. I make them. I used to be a chef oh. in a restaurant. Oh, there you oh, oh, sorry. And we're hanging out, and, and Trey and I are talking, and it was like. In Central Austin, we just go, oh, just going to walk to a place and get food. Get a little food. But we're like, isn't it weird that we get all this, and there's people around us, even in this neighborhood, that maybe don't have those options? And that's terrible. We should do a, a a party, and so I was oh, like, wait, "All right, wait, let's I do know. a party." It's a key party, right? You get the you walk up to the front, and there's our fruit bowl. Put all your keys you've in You've seen here. my wife. You've it's, seen my wife. I do. She's what? Gorgeous. So what so neighbor? Why you what neighbor am I swapping? With all your neighbors. Oh, I'm not. Oh my gosh, she's so hot. I would so peg her. Well, no, I, that was a joke. I don't beg. <laughs> I don't beg. Also, I don't get the, all right, listen. Talk I'm, to me. I might be on the Are you a sharer or not a sharer? A shitter? A sharer. Oh, with loved ones? Yeah, like, are you are you that mm. open field no. where you're hanging no, out, like, let's say so. you're hanging out with a couple, right. and all of a sudden the girl's like, hey, listen, just want to let you know, Tom finds you attractive, mm. and I find oh, your yeah. man attractive. Fuck yeah. And you Fuck know what? Yes. If I'm within the first... Let's three, all listen, go into the king-size bed God. and let's have a menage a quad. Quattro. Listen, in the first couple months of relationship, if that happened to me, and by the way, it hasn't, so thanks, Jesus, fucking asshole. Um, I would love to fuck everyone in a group. That would be lovely. But that's never happened. And I've been with my boyfriend now for over a year. I could probably figure out exactly when the year was. I think he could too. He didn't, so it's been like a year and two months, but whatever. San Antonio guy, thank you. It's fine. <laughs> this calendar's different. We're He's monogamous. We're monogamous and we fuck, but like, would I like to fuck other people? Yes. Do I want him to fuck other people? Not really. <laughs> like, when I say, okay, I'll be honest, not really. Like, if he fucked other people and I never knew and there would be never a way I could ever find out about it, and then he came to me and we would have better fucking sex, that'd be amazing. Like, But you're, you don't want to compare notes. No, and also... Uh, and you don't want to sit in the closet and watch him fuck someone. Unless it was a dude. Unless it was a dude. Okay, it got weird. I am. I don't know. What no, you're I, th I think. I think. I'll tell you what. I think that breaks a wall of what I would call there's sexual norms, and then there's perceived sexual norms. And what I mean by that is there's sexual norms that go, hey, I can go to a bar, meet someone, not know a relationship status, not care, not ask, find chemistry, and but, boom, we have sex. 
And it's great for all parties involved, hopefully. And if not, then hopefully it was great for her, it was great for me, blah, 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 we're out. Then there's the other sexual norm of we're in a relationship, we get to have sex all the time, we, um, we're driving down the road and it's like, yeah, I'm fucking horny. It's like, hey, so am I. Pull over, let's fuck. I'm all about that. And then there is, then there's the sexual norm of, oh, hey, but what about Tom or Nancy, my single friends who really like you? And then, but then you're breaking a little bit of a wall, right? You're breaking a barrier that says, sharing's caring, but is sharing really caring? Like, am, am I really, and, and I think it comes down to this, and correct me if I'm wrong, and this is how I see it. I think it's a test. I believe in, in that aspect, it's a test. If my wife came and said, hey, Pam really wants to fuck you. You can fuck her, I'll give you permission. I would look at her, and I, I wouldn't look at it, I would never look at it as me getting laid. I would look at it as, you but wait. Oh, wow. I look at it and go, but hold on. If one of my friends or one or someone that she knew wanted to fuck her, would I be okay with it? Because here's the thing, and I think well, let's bring it full circle. Sex is not about you. It's about the other person. And I believe great sex is when both people believe it's about the other person and not about them. That's when great sex happens. And when someone, and I'm not saying that multiple relationships or people that have multiple sexual partners are bad people in any way, shape, or form. For me personally, in that world, I don't like to share, A. B, I don't want to be shared. And, and, and I believe that because my, I've been very blessed with um, my sexual connections, a majority of them being very uh, emotionally from the jump, a strong connection that I go yeah that's not something I, I I want to share I'm a little selfish in that area right, only right. because it's not about me having sex with the other person it's about the person I love having sex with having sex with someone else that I that I take a pullback and go it's not my jam because of that like if I want to have sex with the people then I would get a divorce I wouldn't want to swim. I'm not married. Does that make sense? Yes. I'm listening. I've listened to the whole thing. I'm not married, obviously. I was married once. Um, it was very young and it was... You were 17. <laughs> weird no. European laws. 12. <laughs> no, I was... We saw was, the picture. You looked very young. I was... Ma- my God. Look at the picture of me 10 years ago. Like I know. 14-year-old. It's very weird. If you don't mind asking, how old was the man that, that you were married to when you were in England, how, right? Much older than me? No, no. I married him here. Oh, you married him here. Okay. He was only three years older than me, I think. Okay. So, yeah, no. We were appropriately matched. Um, so, marrying to me, before that time when I was with him, I did not want to get married. Like, I just thought marriage is like a weird social construct and um why like why if you love somebody be with them sure and if it doesn't feel good anymore be with somebody else um maybe it was because my mom was married three times before that my dad died when i was 18 like maybe i was just um to the point where i thought this just isn't realistic and it can't hold up and really people want to have sex 
with this one person 20 years later. I I say that and I still feel that and I feel inadequate because of that because I wish I wish I had the thought that in 20 years I would still love having sex with that same person. And I do I worry about being in and I've for the most part 99.99999 being in monogamous relationships because I just think if you're going to cheat just fucking break up. Like, yeah. Just like don't cheat. Like just that's bullshit, right? There's no point. It doesn't do anybody any justice, and it doesn't make you happy. It makes you feel guilty, and it's weird, and um, just just don't do it. I mean, unless you're fucking the IHOP waitress, and you can bring your family in and let her meet your whole family and then keep it secret, then I think it's appropriate. Tiger Woods. Hashtag Tiger Woods. Uh, well, it wasn't just <laughs> he IHOP. Would fuck the it was the but- kettle. But he would bring, but then he would bring the family, and he's like, you'd make her wait on the family. That's just a whole level of depravity that just is like, that's control. Wait, he did something with the family. So he would bring, so so the 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 IHOP waitress that he fucked, he would also bring his family into that IHOP. His family, uh, yeah, Tiger Woods would bring his family, his wife and kids in, and he would make her be the waitress. He would wait on them, and they didn't know that he was. I would it? shit in his face. Wait, this sounds made up. No, it's not. She talked about it. the The gal who was the very the least attractive of the women that Tiger Woods fucked. I'm in the media, and I don't know this story. Well, there's a lot Are of things I sure? can tell you. Yes, I know. Jepson. Insider information. Et. I love it. Inside information. I got some people. I got some good connections every once in a while. Yeah, you do. Hey, uh, so. Parting, parting thoughts on this. Two things, and I okay. want to get your insights on this. Give it to me. A, um, and one. Thanks for being here. I, so, you, so babe. you got to let people know where to find you and all that jazz. But more, more importantly, on, on on all this, we've talked about so many fun things. A, one, um, twenty twenty. If there are some things you want to see change in the world, what do you want to see changed? A. Oh my God. I know, but just a couple. And then, and then B. Also, there's a there's a young man and a young woman sitting out there listening to this. God bless you. You're somewhere out there in the world. That um. Really, they're there. They're there, and right. and they're listening, and they're like, man, I want to be on air personality. I want to. I want to be Jason Jepson. I want to be. I want to be Deb O'Keefe. I want to. I want to do something. What do you, when in all of this, and I'll, and I'll bring this, and I'll bring this full circle into what's happening in the real world. There are, there are people that appropriately use their stage and their presence and their ability to attract people in a positive way, even to bring up negative things in society. And there are people that use it as a construct just to gain more attention. If someone's passionate about something, but it might be a little controversial, it might be a little ahead of their time, adopt, don't shop, Bob Barker, ahead of his time, but he had a beautiful platform, right? He had the best platform in the world. The best. In all of this, where do you, in looking back, 1A, someone gets into radio or do a podcast or or grab people, whatever it is, but as, as 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 a person who's got a voice and a piece of influence, What's your insight and guidance to them to, to manage it so they don't get a big head? 
because one of the one of the things that I love and respect about you immensely and, and Jason and Nick is that in this pond of Austin, I can mention your name and be like, shit, I know exactly who they are. And I'm like, oh yeah. And they and there's not a level of yeah, but they're unattainable or oh this or oh that. It is your you figured out a way to be famous in rich people's lives and be accessible. I would say. I'm going to use the restroom when you talk about this. I'm not even going to hear the answer right. until I'm I tell say, I, on average, most people tune out right now. They haven't. Happy peeing. <laughs> I would just say, fucking be kind. Think about if the person you're making fun of was your little brother or your little sister. I don't have any sisters. I've got four brothers, and my youngest brother is a year and a month, four days younger than me. And he was a little chubby when we were kids. And fucking Damien, on one hand, would pick on him. And I tried nice words, and I tried keeping my brother away from him. And one day, I don't, I, maybe I'm a dick, I'm a fucking dick. I kicked him. I kicked him because he was going for my brother, and I don't even think my brother remembers this. Like, my brother and I, we're not even really talking right now. We're not even really friends. But, um, no, Damien O'Shaughnessy was his name. Damien, devil dog. Damien O'Shaughnessy kicked my brother, and I fucking went for him. And uh, that was when I was about seven or eight years old, maybe nine. And you know what? I got in trouble. I got sent to the headmaster's headmistress's office. And I still fucking do that. Don't fuck with my brother. Don't fuck with my friends. Don't be a fucking asshole. Be kind. Last thing I would say, and first of all, be kind. Absolutely. Um, in in all this, listen. Yeah, we didn't touch the movie. Fucking snakes come out of the ground. I hate fucking snakes. It's what happens. Fred Ward, shout out to you for just being the most handsome motherfucker in the world. So I mean, handsome. I so fucking, handsome. How old are you? Seventy five. hundred and ten. Sure. Mm. But you know, um, it, you guys leave, leave with this thought, and it's what Deb said so eloquently and it's super simple and it's two words and it's be kind and really think about that you're sitting at a bar you're sitting at a restaurant you're looking at a waitress like yeah the, sh the service here is shitty or oh, the foods here is bad before you do a tip before you run to yell before you make your complaint before you attack someone for bad driving or whatever it may be think about just take a pause for a moment and go i wonder where they were at earlier today i wonder what happened to them Break out of your bubble a little bit and be kind. And I know it's weird for a couple of introverts who don't like to go out in public and who don't like the the, the, the stage and, and, and the, the limelight and the pomp and circumstance to be like, hey, think about someone else. But it's really us going, when you meet us and we're not maybe on our best behavior, it's not that we don't like you. It's not that we don't appreciate everything that people do around us. It's more of the fact that, you know what, we're just as real as you are. We're just the same real person that you are. And as much as we love you to death, we love everyone else to death. And in loving and, and doing that, 
you got to love the good and the bad. You, you got to. We're not perfect, and no one is. So before you get mad at your bartender, before you get mad at your waitress or the chef or anything else, think about, man, I wonder what their life was two hours ago before I got in here. I wonder what their life was six hours ago, 12 hours ago, a day ago. And then look at them and go, hey, I hope your day gets better, and you leave them a good tip. And guess what? It's not about you. It's about them. And as soon as you start engaging and treating and tipping people based on them and not based on you trying to see some dumb fucking reward, trust me on this, you're gonna win more than you're gonna lose. In fact, you're gonna win every single time because it's not about you, it's literally about them. So with that note, Deb, returning champion, I, I couldn't appreciate you more for, for coming back on. Real quick, once again, where can people find you? You're the social media champ of 101X. Where can they find you? 101X.com, at Deb O'Keefe on Twitter, at Deb O'Keefe on Instagram. I wish Alfie had a page, but he doesn't. Alfie, we'll get page, you the blue so check mark, don't you worry. At Deb O'Keefe and uh, Jason Deb, oh, actually just at Jason Deb or 101X.com. Love you, Jason. Love you as well, thank you so much. And uh, now is your favorite time, folks. We're gonna take a break from all this, all this seriousness, all this fun, all this into all this deep talk. We get to zoom back out and realize that at some point in time, there's a person out there that really just needs to take a poop. And now is a song about my daughter, the first time she took a shit, so enjoy. <laughs> 